dopest flyers, OG pin flyers, 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 dopest flyers, flyers. When we last left our heroes, Cedro, Montego, Veronica, Sosa, and Mr. Wise, they were wondering what to do about the white boyfriend. <clears throat> so there's no secret, my husband is white. Like, it's just not a secret. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. (laughs) Nerds in luxury, everyone. Nerds in luxury. He's hot, too. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I do. We we did have Montego's uh, birthday nerd. uh, What did I call it? Nerd homecoming. And one of your friends actually did not know Wise was white. Uh Jay, I think his name was, where he was like, oh, you're white? It took me like 20 minutes to explain to him that I wasn't white. Yeah. This isn't the first time I've had this conversation with people, so I was... Wait, with people or with him? Well, not with him, but I've had this with multiple people. I didn't realize... People don't think I'm... People... There's lots of people who don't think I'm white. They are surprised. I have a conversation with him about that offline. What do they think you are? I've heard everything from Latino. I've had people in Farsi start talking to me, (laughs) thinking I'm from Afghanistan. Afghanistan because okay. of the beard. Oh my god! Um, <gasps> we get through I've, every. Country. I have people who think that I. That there are people who think that I'm uh, that I'm light skinned African American. <laughs> that was a fact. I could possibly see that. I mean, well, which? Really? Yeah. yeah, like I, I have a client who swears like. Like he'd be like, yeah, whatever, man. He gives me pounds, like team light skin. I'm like, dude, I'm white, and he laughs, and he laughs, and he thinks I'm joking. I'm like, no, dude, no, he, yeah, so no, so I, I am one of the, the people who did think uh, Wise was Puerto Rican, and I really was scamming on him, like join the scammer, because I was like, ooh, we can go to Puerto Rico, and that turned into Poland. <laughs> Eastern Europe is, or yeah, Eastern Europe is not the same as an island. No. So, anywho, so I say all that to say that um, there's a clip going around the internet uh, that I saw like right as the election was happening, and it was like a white boyfriend shows you know his girlfriend his true colors, and you know he's basically going off on a Black Lives Matter. So I'll play a really quick clip here. Get the fuck out. Is it? You know what? That's what Trump should do. The second he's elected, give all you motherfuckers your tickets back. You don't like it? Peace. Black Lives Matter, go matter the fucking Ghana. Go dig for fucking diamonds over there. Have fun. Do you realize you sound like a racist, right? Maddie, I don't care. You want to know why? Because I'm not up there saying white lives matter. White lives come to the front. Black lives go to the back. I'm just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? But when you want to come at me with your fucking Black Lives Matter and this, that, and the other thing, and the white people need to go to the back because white, black people always had to go to the back, and the white people need to do it, fuck your black ass. Get the fuck out. Get out of my country. You're causing the fucking problem. Bye. I never said any of that. Here's your ticket back to motherfucking Nigeria. Peace out. I never said any of that. The guy you voted for is the number one fucking head of that fucking bullshit. He fucking started the shit, and he fucking incites fucking riots. When he said, I support the Black Lives Matter. Okay. So. <laughs> it's, first of all, so, it sounds like, a, it sounds fake. I used to hate pooping in. <laughs> well, that was well, sorry. Poopery. Yeah. Poopery. We're going to pause for our spo- a word from our sponsor. 
so about him about Peter Griffin having a black girlfriend, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Because he was clearly oh, from New that's England. That's what it was. Because exactly. I was like, I was what like, gave it away? Rhode what gave it away? Boston. Boston. <laughs> you're fucking over here. You're fucking over here. What's your Black Lives Matter over here? Yeah. Um. So okay, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Okay, everyone's laughing. Whatever. Or, I'm laughing because. <laughs> Sosa's eating these. I was attempting to eat a cheese curl. Clearly, that's just, not just happen. turn away from the mic. You, we, but it was when she turned the way, what she turned into. Oh, that, it was the, that was okay, funny. Whatever. So, moving on. I'm trying to figure out the words just to say, like, when I met Wise, there was a lot of vetting. Like, there's a lot of vetting. there, And it goes both ways. But in an interracial relationship, you want to make sure you're not someone's quote-unquote chocolate bunny. Well, you should vet in any You should vet in any relationship. But yes. especially in yeah. an interracial relationship, there is an extra... Yes. There's another extra thing that you should be doing. And, like, you know, there is... No, I love, love season on color. Bitch, yes. Like, you, he better season fucking color. Because I was like, what? Yeah. He's who? Yeah. When am I going to get to meet him? Yes, as we sat in our HBCU. So, but it's... HBCU. Historically Black University in college. Um, for my white listeners. So, anyhow, because um, y'all out there, I, I, I got my messages. So, what I'm saying this is because there... I would never, ever in my life have wise dating casually whatever be like you're my chocolate bunny or you're you're so exotic or you're this or try to personify me and and other me and try to make me different and then project like his clearly in this relationship secret racist ways because i'm like you see all the time people are like you can love someone but they could be fucking racist like Fucking and, and being racist are two different things. Like a, a white dude will stick his dick in you, and he will still fucking hate the very essence of your being because you are still black. You're just a black girl with a pussy that he has. I access mean, to. all you have to do is look at um, look at if look at black porn on the internet, and all of it is. Oh, like, so I hate black. Porn. Well, yeah, but, but it's all Ebony. but, but it's all it, yeah, and it's all like it's all like ghetto bitch gets right. fucked by. Exactly. So it's, it's all it's the titles it's are hard. racist. It's the exactly. titles are itself. Racist. Racist, like it's all but, it's all white guys' fantasies of exactly. fucking a black woman. So all all white guys' fantasies? Not no. No, let me tell you, like I I not the ones <laughs> that like fucking black men. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> high five. Right. I yeah, I mean, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but it, it's it's no, I don't. That's why I okay, I can I, I, I can clarify. That's why white that's why white that. men white men fantasize ad nauseum about fucking non-white women straight white men <laughs> ad nauseum about fucking not and but that doesn't mean that they that they're not racist as fuck so really quickly here um, there's a power dynamic in that desire this is my strongest time of the year as someone who's in sales because i beat my face i wear my tightest of two tight jeans to work and I lay it on thick to these husbands who any other time of the year would not talk to me. But because they're se- I'm selling something to them for their wives, I give them a little fantasy. Because it helps me out. It closes the deal. Mm-hmm. I need your money. So I, for cash, I told you, I'll do it. My bills are getting paid. I'll do it. Most do of it. the people that stare at Veronica and I when we are walking through. White men. Are, 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 right. It is most of the time the people that are staring at us, especially where we live now, if we were somewhere, if we were in a red state, perhaps be a little different. But 
most of the people who you catch staring, they're not staring because they're like, oh, fuck that. Those guys, look look, look at the interracial couple. A lot of them around here are people who are like, yeah, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> this is my curiosity. Oh, wow. He's, so, he's living the dream. Look exactly. at him. So, that's so I say these, we, we speak on these several things to get to this one overall point is I hope this young lady has gotten out of her situation. Um, this guy sounds like a real true blue dick and I hope his dick was worth it to stand up to that roller boost because I can't imagine sleeping with, kissing with, being intimate with someone, a friend, casual acquaintance, whatever, and, and letting them get to know me in a way that in their heart of hearts are like, fuck black fuck black lives matter fuck fuck your people like but that's those are the people that we let not we in this room but just we let into our lives that we not we're not vetting so you have to vet but do you think she really did not know what she or or has or have not heard that before because again he went on for a minute, almost two years of, yeah. of this. Oh, so, so they've like, been together for two years. This isn't yesterday. So no. the question is, yeah. like you're saying, I hope she's out of it. But what if that was her choice? Because I refuse to believe this is the first time she's heard that. I, I refuse to believe. Who, who filmed the video? This is the she first did. Time. So she filmed the video, and yeah. then, so that means there's a reason she filmed the video. She, she saw this coming. She knew this was coming. He's probably abusive, right? So she's filming it because this is not like like she, Montego just said. This is not the first. She knew this was coming up, and so she filmed. Or it it's be- come up before, right? Exactly. And she wants either right. to show him like you need to pause for a minute because he might be one of those individuals who's not self aware, right? And who this is only what you look like looks inward and right. refuses to accept responsibility, as we talked about last <laughs> week, for his actions and of why the relationship or whatever his 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 biases are. He right. refuses to accept that, so maybe she wanted to like a mirror of sorts right. show him, right? But I. Refuse Refuse to believe that however long they've been together, that this is the first time <laughs> There's no way. Well, that so- she's seeing this. Understanding that people do put forth, as Cedro has said before, their representative. Yeah, their best. But face. I, I don't know. With that, the way it was, it was too. It was too easy for it to come out of his mouth, right? And for her to sit there and kind of have the reaction that she had. For it to just be the first time, like I, I don't know. I feel like as a as a black woman, in which I'm mm-hmm. not, but like knowing my my sisters here, you would say something um, about yeah. that. Like it would be more than just you know you sound racist, right? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No. Right. Well, well, I think you have to also take into account that like we only see a part of it. So we don't necessarily know all of the circumstances that led up to that video being filmed. Mm-hmm. So like. I agree with you in that there probably had to have been something that gave her an inclination, either that he could go to this emotional state and say something like so hurtful or that he was racist, but he might not have actually done anything this extreme before. Remember that Trump like liberated a lot of a lot of people who were very prejudiced. One, two, like. We also live in an age where the first thought of most people when something is going down is not to help or to go for help is to pull out a phone and film it. So he could have maybe just been in this circumstance going on for like the last 10 minutes about this 
And she's like, oh, I need to film this because nobody's going to believe this. So it might not necessarily be that he's been this racist blatantly before. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be that he was this racist for a, period, for a certain period of time. And she was like, okay, let me try to get some of this so that somebody will understand what's I happening. I mean, like you said, Trump released a lot of people's inner true selves and these 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 white people white and while we're white saying Obama. that can yeah. we can those those caucasians who are listening <laughs> can you stop telling people to get over it and oh we'll get to that not we'll, act we'll like it doesn't affect them we're gonna get to that Don't <laughs> because worry. to an extent and i'm fine with us getting there but yeah. i gotta say this you're showing me your true colors. Right. That's, because yes. for the last eight years, I've had to listen to you, whether you said it aggressively or passively or not, about how Obama, President Obama, because mm-hmm. he does deserve that respect because mm-hmm. he is president. Um, you, you want me to just get over it, but look what you did for eight years. And this man has proven himself to be about the country. So you let me know within this election, whether you're racist or not, that it is okay to be racist and to be that individual. And that's just not cool. And for, and again, you say the people need to not riot and all that. You need to get over it because yeah. the people are still speaking and regardless, Fucked up or not, Hillary Clinton is still winning the popular vote by millions for all the people who didn't vote. So maybe you need to get over it and step back and realize that, yeah, you might be a little racist. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Sorry. No, it's cool. No, no, no. I, 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 I respect it. No, no, no. I respect it. I respect it. But, okay, so every everyone has circled back to my, my main point here, which is... Um, Vetting. Vetting. Thank you. Because this is why we're partners. Because ADHD is real. And he's a great man. Yeah, and I have a wonderful husband. And what I'm saying is, uh, and I'm I'm also addressing other podcasts and other people who put that question out there. Can interracial relationships, can they be quote-unquote woke? Can they be aware? Can they be down for the cause? And I have to speak up for myself and my husband in our relationship and say, yes, I would not be with my husband if he did not think my life mattered. I would not be with my husband if he did not love me sincerely and if he did not care for my family as deeply and as openly as he does. And same for him. I have the best in-laws. I have to brag on my in-laws. They are the best. You know, I've never, ever had a complaint about my mother-in-law except, man, I can't go up there. Man, they always going on a trip somewhere. That's the best thing I can complain about. Oh, they're going to Italy again? Man, fuck them. Like, that's just how I feel sometimes because we're always working. But I know in, in the, in the, in the nick of things, they have been there for me, like my own parents. Before we were married, when my, when my house fire happened, my in-laws were there right after my parents. And this is before we got officially, you know, married. So, I know I'm cared for and I know that the people that I have surrounded myself with and I know that the people that my husband and I interact with family, cousins all over the place, our friends, you all, you mm. can see that we sincerely love each other and we care for each other. But and I we wanna, vetted but we one vetted another. the hell out of one each other. And that's why when people are like, are you guys going to get married? You're going to do this. And we're still vetting. We're still seeing, you know. How is this going to work out in the long run? Because for us, the the quote unquote rate of divorce is much higher. And, you know, we are very career focused. You're talking about two type A's who are married to each other, who are career focused. We are the 
the absolute perfect mixture for most marriages to fail but because we vetted each other and we love each other and we care for one another our relationship you know is really strong right now and the interracial part i'm also is, not a bigoted piece of shit you're also not a bigoted so piece see of the shit. thing is is that is again and this is getting back to i believe it was cedro and montego's both their points of of this might just this the problem is is this is just pulling out the reason why we needed to repudiate trump and why we needed to reject trump and why it was so important to do so and why it's so bad that we didn't is because trump's entire campaign legitimized this type of shit and we're going to play a video in a minute that you'll hear that the where it's legitimize this type of bullshit. The whiny white bitch <laughs> is in effect, and the persecuted white man has now has now risen up, even though they've never ever been ever able to not do something because they're white. You know what I'm saying? Like like there are plenty of people of all colors who have not been able to do things because of their skin color. There is not a white person in America that's never not been able to do something because they're white. They've been not be able to do something because they're stupid. They may not be able to do something because they have terrible character because their integrity is bad, but not because they're white. And these people have felt persecuted because they've heard about all of the stories of everybody else. But they're like, well, I don't have a job and I don't have this and I don't have that. Well, maybe, motherfucker, you're stupid because if you're failing in this country as a white person, this country's literally set up for you. This country is, is put in place for you. If you are failing as a white person, maybe you need to look in a fucking mirror. Because, because that is coming from our resident yes, white, white person. <laughs> and let me the just... ball is on a tee for you here. <laughs> it's on a fucking tee. Are you kidding me? And oh, oh, our jobs, our factory jobs went away. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should have fucking learned something else. Maybe you should have seen that coming. You know what happens in my industry all the fucking time. Things change all the time. I got to learn new shit. <laughs> New okay. shit. Okay. There, right. But but let me say this. <laughs> let me, but let me also say that in 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 to sort of piggyback on what Veronica was saying. Color aside, Mister Wise is a good man. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when you mentioned him to me, and as your de facto brother, and all of you sitting in this room have known me for quite some mm-hmm. time, so you know. I take that this is my sister real. Like, mm-hmm. who is this man and what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when am I going to meet him? And I was really hard. Even not meeting yeah. him, I was really hard about it. But after meeting him and spending the better part of a decade getting to know, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. Color aside, it's not about the color. Yeah. He takes care of my sister. And that's all that fucking matters. Now, if he was beating you and, all, and you had eight kids running around here, know. we would have a serious problem. <laughs> but... Yeah, he's a good man. So I want to say that. Yeah. Like while we're talking about race being four black people sitting in a room with a with our resident white guy. Hi. <laughs> like color aside, yeah. he's a good man. So I don't want I also don't want people to misconstrue our comments as yeah. oh you guys are pro black and you hate white people. Yeah. Right. So what the fuck if I pro black? Pro black does not mean me being anti white. I don't know why we keep conflating these two. Right. Oh, shit, my microphone. It's oh. not a zero sum <laughs> game. 
You can it's be ridiculous. right. These are not you know mutually ex- exclusive things. All right, so we're gonna wrap this uh, fuckery of a uh, interracial <laughs> p- poor poor reflections of interracial relationships, and we're gonna talk about another interracial relationship. Um, one, Mr. Dave Chappelle, I believe, isn't his ex-wife Asian? Yes, she is. Yeah. She's Korean. Wait, mm-hmm. ex-wife? Or current? I don't know. I know she was pissed. That she, he uh, she already spent that thirty-three million dollars that he gave back to. Uh, to uh, Comedy Central, so. But Mr. Uh, Chappelle was on SNL this week, and Sosa was super excited. It was amazing. So, really quickly, um, I'm very glad I've been listening to the recaps of The Walking Dead, because I actually got this motherfucking reference. <laughs> so impressed with myself. Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Well, with all due respect, Mr. Negan, um, in my line of work, when you're on your knees, don't give me bubblegum. Give me my give penis. Shut up! Well, well, well. A nigga named Negan. More like a Stephanie. Your face looks like Fonzie made the Negro League. Stop it, Zucker, you're killing him. <laughs> Them some ugly-ass boots you got on there. As the white boys say on the internet, what are those? <laughs> Drive little Jerry girl. Disgrace. <laughs> Look at this pasty bastard. Oh, God, no. Good <laughs> God, have some goddamn respect for yourself. Man, the what do you want, money? Sex? Sex is I can have some sex. I have a wife. What? What? Okay. All lives matter. All lives matter. Black lives don't. Kill us for what? I know that smell anyway. Frustration and cocoa butter. Looks like we got us a Negro monkey. Put that back down, monkey. Monkey, don't you realize you're black? Hat, from what I hear, this hat would say otherwise. <laughs> Trump's America now, boy. Well, I stand correct. Seems like a lot of you still got some fighting. It's good. I like that. Makes it more fun. You can breathe. You can blink. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that was the best part. That was the absolute best part. I, well, go I ahead, just, Montego. Go ahead, Montego. So for those who are not really sure of what they just listened to, <laughs> that was Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live doing a parody of the season premiere of The Walking Dead with Negan and the group mm-hmm. as he was about to kill Abraham 
and Glenn. And that is not a spoiler alert because this is three weeks into it. I don't even watch The Walking Dead and even I'm caught. So that was what was going on. And then I'm also going to step out there and say, and for all those who are going to hate me, I'm fine with this. Email Montego. I've never really found Dave Chappelle to be all that funny. Now, I thought the movie Screwed was quite funny and he was in that. He was funny, but his brand of comedy and his characters don't really resonate or do much for me. So I, I feel the daggers in the room. No, the views from- expressed by Montego Moreno are not necessarily <laughs> those of Joseph Nall, Veronica, Cedro, Mr. Wise, or Nerds in Luxury. Well, I'm sure that we'll have to add an addendum to that because <laughs> earlier Cedro said he was one of those individuals. Oh, yes, I, I agree. I, I think. I mean, I think. I think Dave Chappelle has moments, but it's the same way I feel. The way I feel about Dave Chappelle is the same way I feel about Chris Rock. Like sometimes yeah. they're funny, but most of the time they're just loud black men, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's fine too. Well, uh, in rebuttal, I believe that the both the prince and um, the uh, what, what's the other one I'm thinking of Rick James, Rick James which uh, he smartly pieces. did not bring to SNL, right? But I believe in those are two of the funniest pieces of sketch comedy I've ever seen in my yes. life. So. <clears throat> We have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> I, I agree that those are funny. Yeah. Those particular ones are funny, but I'm not I'm not as sold on the entire his, his high bar is extremely high. When he is good and when he is on, he is as good as anybody out there. In living color, Jamie Foxx ass out prince was pretty funny, and that was twenty or so years ago. Yeah, so it wasn't. I mean, I, again, I'm not saying he's not. And, and like as Cedro said, he has his moments, but you know, the way a lot of people seem to suck his dick, I just, I don't, I well, don't, much get, of I that don't lens, get it. Much I, of, I don't get it. Much I don't understand that, that. Much of that is because of the way the show ended and because of basically the, the stop sign that he just manually on his own threw up in his own career where he was pretty much on fire and the hottest thing smoking and then basically put the brakes on it and a lot of it has to do with people it's it's the same thing that the the way you feel about dave Chappelle is the way i feel about lauren hill um i think lauren hill lauren hill made a few good records but she made only a few good records and then she threw a stop sign up in her for whatever reason we can all we're we're not going to spend too much time this is not this is not part of our going off the grid a little bit here but it's the same thing. It's like, and so there's these people, there's a group out there of just like, what might have been if Lauren Hill had just not been crazy and decided <laughs> to put out an album every two years like a normal artist? Uh, and, and they all romanticize. Anywho. But there's that. also a group. And it's of, the same thing with this because Chappelle got cut off. But, but, but so there's sad. also a group of black people out there who also feel that. Steve Harvey oh and, and Tyler Perry oh, and this group and, 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 and to put Kevin that into Hart. perspective, not to be a hater, no. one of them, one of those individuals is a cousin of mine, Uh-oh. and I don't think he's funny. <laughs> like as a black person, I'm just gonna say it. I don't think Steve Harvey is no. that no. funny. No, he's but not. everybody else seems oh Steve Harvey and he's all that. Funny so with Family Feud. Yeah, no, but he, yeah, he's a game show host. Right. That's where he shines. Steve he shines in that Harvey, format. I think why I said it best, Steve Harvey is the only com- person I know who could have 
therapist and talk show yeah. game his host. business card would or say <laughs> his business card would say Steve Harvey personal life coach and game show host like who in the world is a personal life coach and then on the side ooh ooh ooh, ooh. I know I know host. I know ooh ooh ooh, ooh, ooh. me 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 Steve Harvey anywho so 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 I also wanted to comment on the very profound and poignant performance of A Tribe Called Quest on it. Oh, yes. Mm. Someone said that they were old, and you could see that by all of the bellies that were showing up. Someone should shut the hell up. (laughs) Whoever that was. It was no one in this room, but I'm saying someone commented about it. I felt very moved. Me too. Because A Tribe Called Quest is my all-time favorite Mm -hmm. group of any genre. Ever. I love him brown, brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, a Haitian. And I was so crushed when Fife oh, died. Like a dungeon. And it was so <laughs> nice to be able to hear his voice again yeah. on a new release. Yeah. Uh, going to be the number one album in the yes. country this week. Yes. And um, it was particularly... Blacks and whites? It was particularly <laughs> uh, fun for me. I mean, given... I, I I think I tweeted this out, but that SNL episode, it was not perfectly executed by any means. Like there were definite flaws in it, but yeah. it was it was beautiful. It was the most ti- perfectly timed thing, like yes, that indeed. that could have possibly happened because it was the first time in a week that I had been able to just kind of let it go a little bit and mm-hmm. watch something and. Um, um, I'm friends with members of a tribe called Quest, and Tribe Called Quest have been very good to me in my career. They've, they've given those guys have gotten me into shows. They've, you know, they've they are they're great great people. And get, given that Fife had just passed away, when they dropped the banner down during his verse, oh, gosh, yeah. I, I teared up. Yeah. I teared up. Like I, had, you know, Veronica will tell you, I'd kind of walk out of the room for a second. Like, mm-hmm. like my biggest regret in life is never going to see them live. I the last time I I I had lunch backstage at a show with Fife and Jerobi like a year before, two years before uh Fife passed away. And so that was really that that was special. It was and 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 because of this the music that they're making right now, like we can argue whether or not it's the their their whether or not it's on par with their best work or whatever. But just certain things in life are perfectly timed, and that album and that SNL episode was perfectly yep. freaking. Black people needed that episode. Yeah, yeah. Sane, that was the black rational episode sane of people rational needed it. Was, and, I didn't watch it. The fact that uh, Chappelle's intro was, was just him so stand black. up. It was just stand up in him yeah. just yeah. talking about what right. he wanted to talk the about. Only, I appreciate it. The only yeah. thing I did not really care for was that that sentiment at the end that we should, you know. Uh, give uh, Donald a, a chance, and he will be Donald for the next four years. Um, I, I don't. I mean, there are a lot of people. No, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with Some you way. that I'm. I'm not giving anybody. Uh, he had his chance already. Yeah. No, no, but, no, no, but, no, no, but what I, I will say, there is a lot of people. They're trying to process this, and so people are going to say stuff like that. I even think I said something like that, like you know, we're going to be I'm all not right. Racist. Yeah, well, we're going to be just, all right. Well, I, not I, all of us are going to be no, all right. And, and 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 I have to put it out there. I have not been. Uh, the few white friends I do have, I have not reached back out to. Sorry, y'all. Thanks for listening to the podcast. But um, I just am not, and I, I I'm very I'm angry with white women. 
I'm angry with people who um, either did not vote or took their vote as a joke or voted for Harambe or anything of that elk because right now in America, um, we we yo-yo way too much in this country and now we have a... Uh, a businessman in office. We literally we have a professional no, businessman he's not in even a business, a good business. He's man. not. He's a terrible businessman, but whatever. He's white, so it's. Uh, we're leading into we're, we're my leading into white fuckery. No, we're comments. not. Actually, we're not. We're well, we're actually going to talk about what he said about the African Americans. Um, really quickly here, it's a, a substantial clip. So just hang in. But there. you know what I found interesting about this? <clears throat> I gotta say. Go this. ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> Working in corporate America, and I know some of my coworkers are listening, I was amazed by the response, the emotional response mm-hmm. that I saw from my coworkers. Yeah. Non, non-black people, non-African Americans were really affected in a negative way way by this and it was inspiring like i talk about my coworkers, and i have a lot of stories that are mm-hmm. funny and there have been times where they piss me the fuck off and i know they're listening but this for me brought us a little closer in being able to spend time with them and really hear their feelings behind it and for me that was encouraging to hear non-black people say this just is not right yeah And it makes me sick because even though I may not be able to understand what you go through day to day, I get it. And this is just, you know, so for me, that was very encouraging because he's a very polarizing character. Yeah. And for all of those people who felt negative, there's a lot of people out there who were happy about this. And they have no idea of, like what their actions and their feelings are really doing. Right. And again, they want us because to be quiet and accept affect it. Them. Right. Well, yeah, it or they is. don't, or they don't care enough. No. I mean, like I think yeah. a lot of people that Trump, um, like the people that voted for Trump, I feel like didn't, I, they were, they were either, they were either white men going off of privilege or people who didn't care that, the inflammatory statements that he made about every other walk of life that wasn't white male. Like they didn't, they didn't care about that. Like the fact that, um, the meme that I sent when it was like, maybe, um, maybe we should put pumpkin spice on racism. So white women will care. Mm -hmm. Like why would (laughs) (laughs) all white women care about that? And and, and just, and just to note the sign that was being held that said that was being held by a group of young white women. Mm -hmm. So, like just just the aspect of people who voted for Trump that Trump insulted. It's like you clearly don't even care no, about you don't. your own group this that you represent. This I... this is that when you say when you guys say he's a polarizing figure, <clears throat> this is as polarizing as it gets because it literally can divide. Look, I was explaining this, t- saying pontificating on this with Veronica. <laughs> uh, that pontificating. There is. If you voted for Donald Trump, that was a racist, sexist, bigoted act. There is no other way. Now, you may have not intended it that way. You may have had other, you know, things in mind as to why or reasons as to why you did it. But that doesn't matter. What matters is the net result was perceived by every one of the persons in those groups as you don't care. You care more about not having Hillary Clinton Mm -hmm. as president than you do about 
enabling and legitimizing this type of shit that is going to be directly pointed at me or whomever it is that's saying this. And there's no other way around it. Now, you could sit here and say, oh, there's, there's racism and sexism. All, all these things occur on a spectrum. And we can talk about whether or not you wanted to do it because you hate black people or just because you did it because uh, for, for other reasons. But at the end of the day, the net result, it was a racist, bigoted act by voting for him and that's literally a line i told her i wouldn't hate someone who voted for <laughs> voted for mitt romney i would have not talked to someone who didn't vote for who voted for mitt romney i would have still had, but if you voted for donald trump i don't understand why i need to even talk to you but you know what's awesome about this like i don't know if you guys saw the video or read the article about the young black girl at baylor university who was basically assaulted by yeah. by a young white man like he pushed her off the curb and basically wow. called her a nigger and you're this and that and because of this she posted a video yeah and like 300 students black white asian whatever you are at baylor university showed up hmm. to walk her to class to say right we this is not okay yeah. and not just in colleges across the country in dc high schools People are, you know, students are walking out right. saying that this type of America is not what we were talking about uh, as of making America great again. Because fuck that. Yeah. Barack made America great again. Right. No matter what people say, no matter what the detractors want to throw out there, the facts and figures, as a lot of us like to ignore, show that the last eight years have put us on an upward turn. And now we want to go back. Like... Making America great again. Let's go back to the fifties when we were all and that's the numbers. Servants that's and the had numbers. Our own separate bathrooms, and yeah. we're told, right. you know, like I mean, come on, y'all. Like, that's by the numbers. Seriously. To say nothing of the class and the character and the dignity he brought to the office. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been no scandals. There's been nothing for them to fucking gnash their teeth right. into. He never came and took your guns. Nope. None of those things ever fucking happened. You know what I'm saying? And yet now, and then you still saw the meme when Hillary Clinton was running. Oh, she's going to take our guns, like. <laughs> <laughs> With your guns, you still have your guns. It's been eight years. Like, when are you going to figure out no one's coming for your guns? And he's not an Islamic extremist. And he's extremist. not a Muslim. And even <laughs> if he were a Muslim, it wouldn't exactly. matter. And even if he were, it wouldn't matter. Because that matter. they don't mean, you know. But I got to send a shout out to everybody. Yeah. You know, my coworkers included who feel the need to say this is not right mm -hmm. because at the, re the reality is this isn't right. And even though we are not, you know, black people living in the age of Martin Luther King where things were really hard, it's still hard for a lot of us. And for you to take the time to step out of yourself and be able to see another point of view, I just got to give a shout out yeah. to everybody listening and who's willing definitely. to do I will, that. I will that's important. Definitely say that my, um, my my boss himself has been very supportive like they are you know my boss is a part of a marginalized mar marginalized group he is a white gay male in dc um and he's always been empathetic towards me and we've been you know there for each other and and even he traveled to our headquarters in uh, europe recently and he said uh the uh Global VP basically said, you guys will be okay. You know, those of you in America, if we in Italy can survive a 25-year dictatorship. Oh, yeah, Berlusconi or whatever. Yeah, Berlusconi. Yeah. Um, you all will be okay. Um, and that's on top of my boss saying, whatever you need, you let me know. Um, 
on top of him providing, you know, a, a space for me where I can feel safe. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the coworkers. But the rest of y'all coming in there, mm, side eye until well, I get that credit there's card. Two positives. <laughs> there's, two, there's two positive things I can see from this, from him getting elected. Is one, it, it, it is kind of like a line in the sand. Like it's a separate, it's like, look, you're either, this is as clear as it gets. If you're, if you support this guy, if you're on this guy's side with the things he's done and the things he said, like that, you're you're on the wrong side of history. And if you don't, you're on this side. And and, it, and it's it's nice to have that. We've everything's been right. so gray area and, and right. ambiguous. And and if you well, do you support live Black Lives Matter? You, no, look, if you think this guy, it, you're on the other side. And the other thing is the positive side of Donald Trump being president. He's seventy years old. And like we've talked about, never has had a job. He's about to embark on the most difficult job that exists. What's his life expectancy? I think the life expectancy in the in 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 America for a male is about eighty years old. And He's that, going to spend a considerable portion of his remaining life. Can I say something really quickly, Wise? You working just, his you ass threw, off. You threw some very heavy Polish shade there. I talked about Asian <laughs> shade. That's Polish. Shade. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we're going to play a little clip uh, that uh, Montego sent us about uh, uh, what. Uh, Donald Trump New Deal for Black America, which I think is is kind of chuckle-worthy, but we'll play a few minutes. Today I want to talk about how to grow the African-American middle class and to provide a new deal for Black America. That deal is grounded (laughs) in three promises. Safe communities, great education, and high-paying jobs. Every African-American citizen in this country is entitled to a government that puts their jobs, wages, and security first. I'm asking today for the honor of your vote and the privilege to represent you as your president. And I will not let you down. You watch. (laughs) Here is the promise I make to you. Oh, boy. Whether you vote for me or not, I will be your greatest champion. So is that a real video? Because when I was looking at it, (laughs) I mean, he's in front of like a backdrop. Mm -hmm. And the applause sound like the applause you would hear on like. Wise, can you play our applause? It sounded like that. (laughs) Well, I was just wondering, was he really at some sort of rally or event? Or I, I, um, can anybody out there verify this? He couldn't have been at a rally. My God! No, when when was that posted? Because it was during the campaign. I, I mean. Here, here's the thing about, but, but here's the thing about what he said. He made he and this this was this speech, this little talk he made was indicative of his entire campaign. He told you he was going to solve your problems, but he never said how. <laughs> never. He said he he pro- made three promises to us. Well, how the hell are you going to do that? How are you going to get high paying jobs? How are you going to increase? The, 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 how are you going to get education to marginalized communities? How, how are you? How are you going to do these things? Oh, and you're mm-hmm. going to do it by giving a tax cut to billionaires. No, how, how, how? And he never Which, said how on anything. And this is just a, a small piece because he never said how he was going to get the wall done because 
Now he's not. He never said how he was going to deport 11 million Mexicans. Now he's not. You know, so all. Did you see the video of him at the restaurant in New York telling the elite that he was going to lower their taxes? Yep. And not realizing that the press was there. And the press was state, basically stated that there's supposed to be a, an entourage that follows the president slash president-elect around to right. report on things. Mm-hmm. And they told them that he was going to be in for the night, but he showed up. And one of the people had decided they were going to get reservations at this restaurant, and they did. And you see him shaking hands with the elite and telling them again. Yep. I'm going to get, don't worry, we're going to lower your tax. Right. Uh, Sosa has something she'd like to say. So I've been thinking about this whole thing for a couple of weeks, and this is going to be a very uh, large, ambiguous, whatever thing. So what I find most interesting, especially when you talk about racism in this country, and that always funnels towards white supremacy, What I have never understood about any of these concepts is the fact that the very people who, we'll just say, who were really in the forefront on the media at his rally screaming these horrible things and pushing people tend to be people who are of lower income, lower education. Yes, you are white, but you are still yourself a pawn in a larger game. When if all if the worst thing that could happen to white people who feel this way is for all the black people, Muslims, Asians, Hispanics, everybody else to be gone. Because then you know what the fuck we would get back to? Indentured fucking servitude. Because you are not part of the elite that white supremacy is actually trying to massage and make comfortable. Mm. You are being used as a pawn to get at everyone else who's kind of in the way of that. Once we're gone, you're fucked. Because you're not a part of the club. You're just doing the club's dirty work. And it boggles my mind that they cannot understand this and that they keep feeling like, if we just get these niggers out of here, if we just get these Muslims out of here, we'll be solid. There was no such thing as white until, what, Civil War? post-Civil War? Uh, Actually, I was going to, yeah, you pointed where I was going to say Irish uh, people were not considered white until white people needed numbers right exactly and so like you were when you you were italian you were irish you, you were, were french you were, you were polish right. well right. just like just like black people weren't considered people until white people needed numbers right exactly. that was only three-fifths right exactly right three-fifths of a person but, exactly. so. but what they what the elite did was with the in the sharecropping era is they said oh you guys are all white you're on our side mm-hmm. and and they, div- they they divided and conquered yeah. it's just the same they did for the cherokees and the Seminole. Yeah. when yeah. i was they looking, divided and conquered they've read the art of war yeah when i was looking into getting uh my money from America <laughs> because yeah I tried that too no but <laughs> no no I like I, I my grandmother my father's mother had like that card that proved she was Seminole oh see we can't find that because we're supposed to be Shattuck Indian yeah yeah uh, find but that they, card. they've actually been disenfranchised because they're not recognized oh really anymore, so that's okay. where my little thing ended, so we're yeah. black Seminole um, and I can't get no Bliminal. We're bliminal. <laughs> but because they require that you're bliminal. like they're the the to be uh, involved in the Cherokee Nation or the Seminole Nation, you have to have like a grandparent that's like seven percent. But by the time you get to my generation, we're down at th- between five and one percent Native American. So anyhow, but you're still a Native American. Um, let me tell you something. I'm actually going back to college in January. Uh, to thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, studying to actually 
uh, get my master's in anthropology. Oh, yeah. Yes, I am. I love it. Um, you know, Angela Davis. You, you better know, study people. You know, <laughs> I, you know I, I figured out that right now I'm making enough money, st- you know, like selling to people, but I'd make more money studying them. But anywho, um, <laughs> we, I, I work in a place, there's a Starbucks. Oh, we're moving forward. We're moving forward. Uh, Starbucks, by the way, if anyone is listening, I do like your peppermint mochas. <laughs> Who doesn't? Peppermint mochas are And I am a gold member. Thank oh, you for yes. that sign-up earlier in the summer. And I, I do believe in purchasing coffee yes. so I can get points for free yes. coffee and things. So. I am also a gold member. I am, too. Starbucks. Oh, you have three, <laughs> Starbucks. three gold, gold members. Do you have a slogan? No, they don't. They have a naked mermaid on their cup. <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> so I, I bring up Starbucks because um, I was joking earlier that Starbucks is anytime something political happens in the United States, <laughs> it always circles back to fucking Starbucks. Like no matter, everybody, everybody loves goes Starbucks. Goddamn Starbucks. Like my my sister, we when she lived in a uh, Stewart, Florida, around that area, like it was. The, the place to go like she's like well, there's, oh, where it's going to starbucks there's like, also there's, so many of them that like, chances are things will happen at starbucks yeah. because there's like fifty thousand starbucks they're the, they're the mcdonald's of coffee. right so they're there's the gonna be things that are gonna happen did you hear about that guy who gets shot it got shot at starbucks yeah oh my gosh yeah. yeah they occupy like like Everything. 25 square miles of total they, they you know, space. They certain Everything. parts of yeah. Southeast that I'm just like, oh. really? Yeah, <laughs> right. right. They're a drug <laughs> Right. There's a yeah. Starbucks on Good Hope Road. Road? Really? Although it's in the se- the Safeway, but I'm just saying. Hey, still Good hey. Well, Good Hope Road ain't the same. When you see white women walking down the street with yoga white pants and running. Men, white men walking with dogs and oh, babies, no, it's over. Good Hope Road is actually... Gentrified. White still the same. Oh, it's not as it's keep not, it up. It good hope changed as much as you think. So when I saw that white lady walking with that yoga mat, I was like, okay, something's up. She got off at the wrong stop. <laughs> <laughs> she meant to get off at Eastern Market ten, ten years ago. You'd have been right, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know now. I so don't know. Um, I. Uh, you know, I listened to Black Eyed Tips, and they were talking about a couple weeks ago the green Starbucks cup that came out that was right before the election, and it was like one line drawing all the way throughout the car or throughout the cup, and people were like bitching, like, "Hey, where are the red? Cu- where are the red Christmas cups?" and blah blah blah. And I was like, I've never in my life, as long as I've been drinking Starbucks, paid attention to the cup. I didn't know. Either. Like, <laughs> I just started paying attention to Starbucks uh, pumpkin spice season because that indicated a switch in the client that I was dealing with. <laughs> It became more, um, what are those, Ugg boots and yoga pants and okay. North Face jackets versus actual class. So, pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> spice. Anywho, that shade was thrown. And the plot thickens. And the plot thickens. So, there, uh, Trump's been elected. Like, whatever. He did not win the popular vote, just an FYI. What are we at for the popular vote for He's a, She's up by over a million votes right now. Uh, I'm sorry, correction, it was like 2 million. Thank no, you. I think it came back down a little yeah, bit. CNN, 2 million. I'm really? As CNN, of as, when? As fucked up as CNN is? As of when, though? <laughs> I read it earlier in the day. I don't want to incriminate okay. myself, so I'm just okay. going to say 2 million. No, because I know it had been bouncing around. It was like 1.3 or 2 million. Can I say something really quickly um, before we play this uh, video? I uh, have never hesitated at the polls before. I uh, go in, I check the person, and I fucking leave while looking good. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
with your with the sunglasses with my sunglasses exactly. right. with my with Those my overpriced beat shades with my beat shades so <laughs> electric boogaloo so um wise like was waiting for me at the polls this year because i actually hesitated voting for one miss uh, hrc and it was the first time I, like, I literally sat at the booth and I was like, I think I need some Xanax because I <laughs> might not fucking get it out. But now, like it's said, it's done. I did my part. I will not be marching with those white women at Million Women March. Okay. If anyone at, I'm putting that out there real quick. We're uh, not, AKA, AKA Guilt Fest 2016. My home is open to those that I know if you need a place to stay for this million woman whatever quote march which was actually taken from the NOI but mm-hmm. so no I will not be joining I did my part I voted for Hillary Clinton I voted against my all black women did their part yeah so I will be sitting out the next four years I will not be raising a thigh nor a red lip to anyone's cause except black women's thanks and LBGTQ <laughs> <laughs> anywho um, let's check out this white man just give us our money back. We want nothing to give you. All right. I'm going to call right. Myself up. You're the plate right. You're trash. Because right. I voted for Trump. So what? Because I voted for Trump. 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 So who's coming in saying that that other customer? So it is a customer who's angry at the barista because he felt that other people were getting their coffee faster. Right, but who's saying don't talk to them like that? That customer. So that is that's another customer who's confronted about it. You can't really hear what is being said, but basically this the first customer was angry at the barista <laughs> because he felt that his coffee wasn't coming out fast enough and that other people were getting theirs. And in fact, in the article, it said reverse racism, which doesn't exist in, in Starbucks, by the way. <laughs> right. And that's so where, you know. within that, he began to berate, berate the barista and tell her that he voted for Trump. So <laughs> I'm not really sure what validity that adds to him, but. If it adds to the validity that he's a fucking racist. Right. Okay, and then another here's my cu- racist card. Another customer right. and a few other customers begin to chime in, and one person is recording, and the other guy is basically telling him that this is not okay. You should not be talking to her like that. Like, why do you think this is okay? And the guy again keeps yelling, "Well." I voted for Trump, and this is how it's going to be, and he wants his and, money back. And so, kudos to that guy. Yeah, kudos and, to the guy for standing up and saying, again, this is not right. And because this is happening yes. This is happening in businesses. This is happening in schools. This is happening. <laughs> and like, Okay, so schools, Baltimore, did you see the clip of the white teacher yes. who basically told her class of black kids in Baltimore yep. that they were going to be broke? niggers. 
she used the word yes. niggers, y'all. Not nigga, but niggers, because they were acting out or what. I, I didn't see the whole video, and I don't care about anybody who wants to say you need to see what happened. The fact that she felt comfortable in a classroom of African American children telling them they were going to be broke niggers. Trump's America. That's a problem. Trump's America. Well, again, as we kind of alluded to it earlier, and I just want to say it for the record. I mean, basically, what this has done is it has allowed people to come out with that bullshit. And let me tell you something: if you think now, white people who might be listening, if you think that you're now, this is now a license, Trump's victory to just come out and start saying this shit, and you don't think that there's going to be people calling you on your bullshit, let me tell you something. I'm a white man, and I'm looking so forward to the next four years of calling all of you on bullshit like that. If that were me in the Starbucks, you may not have had an option to take it out outside. You may not have had that option. I may have just punched you in the face. So you can't, don't, this is not a license for that type of shit now. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next couple years and for the next several months at least where you're going to see these people that are emboldened by this thinking that they can get up and say these kind of things in a classroom, say these kind of things in a public space. And I want to see where everybody's head's at. I want to see how many people are going to stand up like that gentleman did in that Starbucks and said, nah, dude, that's, that's, this, this ain't flying. This isn't what's going on. I want to see where, you know, if there's enough of those people around, because that's where the rubber's going to meet the road from here on out. And that's why I married wise. But and I mean, fuck Rudy Giuliani. And fuck, fuck him. him. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that out. Fuck Dracula. Fuck the Legion of Doom. That's what they are. This cabinet <laughs> is the Legion <laughs> of Doom. Down. Giuliani, which is, he looks like fucking, mm. right, the penguin. And then you mm. like, they all look like super, super fucking villains. Mm. I mean, that's, for me, that's always been, well, f- at least for a week or so. <laughs> it's been the silver lining to all of this. Right. Like, people had so much despair, but I was like, well, think about it this way. The people that are, the people that are supportive of diversity and tolerant of that type of way of thinking in life will bond together. Yeah. And we will know exactly yeah. who all They're going to have to show their are. ass. They're going to have to all show their the ass now. people. <laughs> right. Like, we will know exactly who exactly. you are. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and I'm waiting, like, I'm glad. Like as it, bad as as bad as four years of Trump can be, I am so much better situated in my mental in my mental capacity. Just knowing that I will know exactly. Yeah, we're gonna know of, where everybody yeah, lies. Everybody yep. will, like it's too it's too it's too much of a dichotomy, and it's too polarizing for us not to be able to see exactly who's on what side. Yep. And I. And I welcome that. I think yeah. that that's an amazing thing because before, like you were saying earlier, it's just been so gray and muddled and people yep. doing surreptitious things right. behind the scenes. Oh, I have black friends, yeah. but you're voting against us. <laughs> right, right. You're, you're voting right. against us in Congress. Right. And I have yeah. all sorts of friends. Right. And now Cedro. it's like we know exactly who you yeah. are. Yeah, Cedro. exactly. Hi. Cedro. It's never been more clear. Cedro. Yes. Do you have a word for us? Oh, wait, 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 oh. wait. If we have a word, hold on, we got to do this real quick. Is it oh. really time for the word? And all the black people in the studio just burst into Now tell me, Cedro, tell me what's the word, a word of. 
<laughs> Although I think it was supposed to be time for moments with Montego. Actually, I'm, uh, oh, excuse me, uh, sir. I have to move oh. things around for you a little bit because I know when Keep you get guessing. into it. all of our moments don't need to be about Montego. Montego. <laughs> <laughs> See, yes, my word of the day um, today. I'm having is. Part of my uh, list of favorite words Ooh, ever yay. in life. Um, and this word is rhodomontade. <gasps> say it again, please. Say it again. Rhodomontade. Oh, what does it mean? R O D O M O N T A D E. Rhodomontade. Oh. Um, <laughs> it is it is a noun and it's <clears throat> vainglorious, vainglorious or boastful talk. Oh. Pretentious or blustering speak. Oh, I love it. Um, yes, Rodamontade. I love it so much. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Please. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Um Muhammad Ali <laughs> made effective use of Rodamontade <laughs> in all of his eggings on of his <laughs> of his opponents during his illustrious career. Can I uh Rodamontade. Nerd alert. <laughs> Nerd alert. So um the day after the election I was off because my boss is a very smart man. He knew my ass was not coming into work. <laughs> and Wise decided to actually I asked him to escort me because he's white and I need all that privilege to um, Lowe's where I bought some um, uh, cactuses. Cacti. 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 I always feel dirty saying cacti. It sounds like peni. Cacti. Cacti sounds like, like something you do in your mouth. Maybe later it's on dirty. I'll give you some, some cacti. cacti. Like, I, I just don't like saying it. Say succulents. Oh. It, it sounds dirty to me. The way he said it was quite dirty. Right? <laughs> So, um, and then I went to Barnes and Noble. And so my new game has been stand really, really close to the white person in the aisle that you're in <laughs> and see how long it takes for them to either leave or kind of like speak to you. So I went to Barnes and Noble across the street from the house and what were we looking for? Like we went for a reason. Like, Potomac Yards. Potomac Yards. Duh, duh, duh. We went for some reason um, to Barnes and. What, what did you want? Wise like a book? Like we were looking for. Um, I, I don't remember. I no. Yeah, I went for a certain book, and then yeah. like every trip to Barnes and Noble, you go there for one book. They don't have it. So you're like we Amazon. Or, we can order it for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have Amazon and the mm-hmm. internet at home. I can just have them deliver it to my house. Why would I have you order it? And then I have to come back here. Yes. That makes no sense. Yes. So I ended up getting a book called uh, 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 Holy Shit Actually, by was, Melissa Moore. It's so sad um, why I said he had to loan to you. Yeah, this, oh, I think you and Cedro will enjoy it. Yeah. It's the history of cursing. Oh, yes. Yes, it's very, very That's good. That's a nice Nerd coffee table. Yeah, it is a very, very Nerd good. Alert. I'm only a chapter in, but I'm learning all the Latin, original Latin. Oh, where most of, all yes, the etymology. Yes, oh, very, uh, mm-hmm. 
Anywho. So I would purposely, like, I was in the autobiography section, so I saw the um, Frederick Douglass portrait autobiography. Veronica went pro black bookshop. Pro black bookshop. you hear the book she bought. Tell her so all the books I she picked, bought. I picked up the um, portraits of <laughs> uh, Frederick Douglass, and Frederick there was a white man in that aisle with me, and so I picked up that book and I flipped through it very purposefully. <laughs> very aggressive. And he kind of like didn't flinch, and I was like, ooh, okay, challenge. It's on, bitch. <laughs> So he was looking, and then I looked down, and I saw the um, Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X uh, little book that they had. So I picked that up, and I flipped through that, and he kind of like moved away, <laughs> and he walked around to the other side, and so I followed him. And so I was like looking through, and I was like, "Ooh, Tana!" No, it wasn't Tana Hasi Coates. It was some other like I just kept picking picking up like the blackest of black books that I could find. Who is currently writing Marvel's yeah, uh, Black, black Panther, Panther, by the way, yes. which I am reading, which good. is very good. Which you should have done is like you should have picked up all those books, then picked up the Insider's Guide to Explosives <laughs> <laughs> and seen what he did. Separate section, yeah. separate section. Um, so then um, I found I purposely found Wise, and I like to do the same in public where I'm like, Danny, Danny, Danny. In comes running white man. <laughs> and then, yes, and, dear. And then, like, my, and I just hand him everything. I'm like, I'm not holding this. Oh, my god. So then we just picked up a whole bunch of other books, but it was like an experiment in blackness. But, you know, that, that is one thing. That's another silver lining. We're, you and I are going to have some fun the next four years fucking with people. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fuck with people so hard. Anyhow. We're going to fuck with people so hard. I, I've already, I can't even keep my smile up when I see a group of white men walking to my And that's store. what adds to the fact that you and I will be adding, because they'll be like, this angry black woman. Well, I, I, I really <laughs> like she's, it. She's with the white man. Yeah. She's not that angry. She has a white, angry she's with black the, woman. I know her. Right. And she's extremely angry. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. It's always a treat for me because I never tell my like coworkers or like new people that I meet that my husband's white. <laughs> I never do it because everything about it's like, oh, you rent a recording studio, and they're like, oh, you poor thing, like you have well, to. Work. Why should you have to tell them that? No, 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 I don't. But it, I used to like kind of preface it, oh. but now I'm like, oh, oh no, you're married. Not to. Well, when they show up, up when, well, he shows when, up. when he shows up, and then it's like already. Who's the white? Yeah, and then I'm exactly. like, hey, babe, and they're like, oh. Uh, oh, he's one of those. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so. You people. Yeah. You so, people. So. Yes, 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 yes. I just. This is how y'all feel. Brothers, y'all all right? See how y'all groove today. I just want to know what your situation is. <laughs> oh, this is fucking perfect. I love it. Wait a minute. This is forever. I saw yes. moments. All right. Nope. No. I'm getting tired of your shit. You don't never buy me nothing. It's like uh, having an orgasm. You just go to that. Every time we come around, you gotta bring Jim, John, Jane, and Tyrone. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. See why they 
Everybody, everybody should know that you've just gotten a glimpse into what Montego's birthday parties are like. Oh, every oh my god! Year. Real quick, shout out to cousin Charles who got I'm so drunk find one that year. Video and I'm going to post that video. Cousin <laughs> Charles got so drunk and say, "I splashed the Nile water." <laughs> she was singing Jill Scott. For those of you who don't know, that was the best birthday. So uh, situations. So sad. So this week, <laughs> speaking to the mic, please speaking to the so mic. So apparently, I'm going to be talking about relationships, etc. Because that's just kind of where I am right now. <laughs> Which relationships Situation. are we talking about? Well, this is not about a real relationship at this point. This is about um, possibility. So I made a post on my personal Facebook this week about a particular um, preference that I have in men. And I was quickly taken to task. She was being a hiatus. Quickly. I was quickly taken to task. So basically, I am five... Seven-ish. Um, excuse me. You better join on with me, bitch. You're five eight. <laughs> I am five seven and three quarters. This bitch is five so eight. Very much. The lies you tell. Thank you so very much. You're five eight. I am five seven. Welcome and three quarters. to welcome to the club. Five eight. Anyway, we're tall. We're tall. Yeah, we're tall for females. Women. Most females yeah. are between five two and five three. So I said, you know, I prefer men who are six two and above. I don't find that to be controversial, but I was taken to task. By some people who were like, oh, that's superficial and yada, yada. Look, my quasi-husband, when <laughs> I met <Elba>. him, <laughs> when I met him, six, he's 6'2", six 6'3", six he was 450 pounds. Ooh. He's a big guy. Yeah. He was huge. And I saw past all that to the personality, <laughs> to who he was at the time. <laughs> no, you saw past all of the fact that he's 6'2". <laughs> Yeah, had no, he been, had he been under six feet, no. he wouldn't have had the time of day <laughs> right. for me. She saw feet, that he was that. past 450, honey. She was able to look past that. That's what I'm saying. She... But my thing is it's my only vice. And I'm sorry. I just don't like it when you're short. If I can see the fuck over your head or if we can see eye to eye, I'm not down with it. If I have on heels and I'm taller than you, what, what the fuck is that shit? I don't want any parts of that. I'm sorry. That's my only superficial vice. Can I, can yes. I quote someone really quickly? That um, a friend of mine who a friend of Wise's who married a a woman who's very tall, and she looked at me and I was like, "Oh, I love your heels." And she goes, "Oh yeah, he likes that because she was already six foot and he was six foot and she had a four inch heel, so that made her six four. See no. So that was on some like BDSM shit, I'm sure. You're you but how tall are you compared to me when you have heels on? You might be taller than me when you I have am heels taller on. than you. Because I'm five like ten. Five and ten you and like half. it. And that's and why I, I continue to buy five inch heels. I think it's sexy. Whatever. <laughs> I find it a little for me, for me personally, if I'm taller than you, and this is gonna sound really fucked up, because it is really fucked up. <laughs> I don't feel like 
you know, like if we're walking down the street and I'm taller than you and somebody comes and starts fucking with us. Now, when I'm significantly taller than you, like you're up to my shoulder. I don't feel well, safe with you. Taller, was, but, but you're saying <laughs> you're five, seven. You Such said six, risk. two. That's yes. a, that's so you want a seven inch difference. I giggity. want, I want <laughs> you to be eight. If I have heels on, I want you to still be able to put your chin on top of my head. Yeah, so does height, does height equate to safety? Because I heard you say Strangely you Strangely for me, it kind of does. Not to say that someone shorter couldn't protect me. Of course they could. I know that logically. But from a superficial standpoint, I don't fucking feel safe. This is a, this, Montego, this, this is all about sex. No, also, no, no. also, this, sex, this sex, sex, sex. Sex is, is another sex. one. When this we're having sex. sex, I don't want to feel your feet dangling about my ankles. I want those bitches way down the bed. <laughs> I want them off the bed. I want them off the bed. I don't want to feel your feet all fucking oh rubbing up against my damn ankles. You're short. If you go, I'm sorry. If you short go to doggy style me and you're hitting me halfway. Me friends. Okay. And that's ju- that is the only superficial vice that I have come as you are any other way I can look past so many things because I'm a sapiosexual so I'm way more interested in you intellectually but when you're short can you look past one eye I, I honestly could if there is a if there is a realistic would glass you date a pirate is she dating would you date a pirate what? is this if you question. have a reasonably realistic glass accompaniment to accompaniment. go into what if he started playing with it and it fell out and just rolled down the like if it rolled yes. down this hallway like, I would like, always <laughs> as I spoke to you I would always look at that eye <laughs> Why? Because I know you can't see me. <laughs> and that officially says that I am a puddle, and I admit that whole. Can I tell you something? That was a, that would be the eye that I would look at when I'm lying. I'm looking at you in your eye. Let me stand to your right. Me, boy, you know I ain't lying to you from this side. <laughs> but like, it's fine if people say, "Oh, I don't want to date." you know fat people or i don't want to date is ugly it, people is it but when i say i don't want to date a short man people look at me like i'm fucking but crazy. i also think like okay so i personally i'm gonna put that out there i prefer a fit person my husband and i have talked about it but i've seen people turn down really 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 nice people because they're like oh they're fat or they're broke or they don't make this much money and i'm just like but he has potential like everyone has why well, i saw some fucking potential in me you have no so, potential to grow any taller than you are as That's a grown true. person. <laughs> Height is short. one of you can lose you weight, can lose you can weight, gain weight, you can but be you're smarter, you can make the, more yeah. money. Your if ass anything, ain't if, growing any if, taller. If anything, you'll get shorter. <laughs> if anything, you'll get shorter as you get older. You'll start hunching over. I, I, I just, I just, I, I. Mm, let me just. Yeah. Everybody, I feel like everybody has their own preferences, and I think what's funny is that. Um, with Sosa, like she has a height preference, and it's right? My only preference. But, it's, but there are so many people that have like eight preferences, exactly. And then right. they'll be the ones, the first ones on her posts, like dogging her like, or oh, disdaining you're her mi- because you're gonna miss oh. out on something, girl. And I'm gonna miss out on a short motherfucker who don't feel like who I don't feel protects me when we walk down the street. That's <laughs> I, the only thing I'm missing I, out on. I worked Sorry, with, I worked with an unnamed person who was a solid five, like out of a one out of ten, she was a five, but she. Had had eight dreams like very strong eight dreams like she was like i need a like one carat ring and you know she had all these fucking requirements (laughs) 
But in my mind, I'm like, bitch, you are a strong five. At your best, you're a strong five. Like maybe when you put on your hair and makeup, you can like push yourself to a seven, and maybe if you lost twenty pounds, you could push yourself up to an eight. Why well, said six? The, the fact that, no, the fact that she started with strong five, she's but strong, eight dreams. Yeah, yeah. Like but she, eight dreams. Because eight like dreams. I, I, I don't know where I stand on this thing, but I was like, when I got my engagement ring, I was like, okay. I was like, we have some work to do. Oh. <laughs> Why do I not remember that? Because when we got engaged, it was very low key. That's right. We got engaged. You guys had a shotgun wedding. Yeah, we had a shotgun wedding. Well, we got engaged right in the middle of the recession. Yeah. Like everything. We, were, we had way more of the That was when everyone about. had an opinion on my wedding, but no one had money. Right. <laughs> so I was like, how come I wasn't at your wedding? No, no one, one was, was at our wedding. wedding. I we went to the No, like, like my, in, my mother and my, my father, my dad was so relieved. I've never seen a black man more relieved in my life. <laughs> like, I, not only was it like, okay, I married a white guy, which he was already like, mm. like he was giving me a straight side eye. But when I was like, I called him and I was like, hey, dad, I have some news. And he's like, you're pregnant. I was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> no. Don't know me, daddy. <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant, dad. I got married like you would want me to. Although I'm lobbying for mixed race babies. Everyone's lobbying so for these I. children that I can't afford. That will be beautiful, mixed we race babies. We will help you pay for them. We have a GoFundMe me account so Can I have, yeah. <laughs> well, Wellington is is not gonna like another baby in this house. We've already talked about oh, oh, this. Let me just tell you this one right over here. He's not gonna have it. He's not gonna have it. Moments. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Because the fact that Veronica started with, um, yes, I accept this engagement, but I have notes. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you'll you just, know what? Thank you. What, what were that? Thank you for remembering that. If you'll just, if you'll I'm just curious what those were, too. Because oh, I had no, I had, okay. So <laughs> we needed addendum to this yeah. engagement. Because so, I, I didn't know what she was talking about either. I, was I, talking about I needed a larger engagement. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Directly impacted by this. I yes. wanted one of those rings that when I held my finger, out. People Everyone like, noticed because of the sparkle that sparkled across it. So mm. I went red. I also went cunty. And I went red obnoxious uh, precious stone and not diamond. So thanks Cheryl. So I got an heirloom piece. Okay. And the reason I like this much more is because when we used to go out and I would have my engagement ring and I would softly touch the left side of my face, (laughs) some people just didn't understand that when I softly pushed my hair back, that that was me showing them my wedding ring. That's my sister. Yes. (laughs) So I knew it started working when I was at work and the lady was like, oh my God, your ring. And I was like, yes, bitch. (laughs) Isn't it beautiful? See, you should yes. have answered with, you're welcome. <laughs> I can't answer with, you're welcome. Until, My precious. Until they buy something. And then I'm like, you're welcome. For oh my God, your ring. You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> so Wise was like, cool, get the ring you want. He picked out my um, actual wedding ring. Um, he lost his wedding ring. Um <clears throat> <clears throat> in her pocket here. it's good though because it was tungsten it was, it was tungsten and I got cobalt oh, now yes. cobalt yeah, is lighter yeah, right, and non-cancer so <laughs> and I know, I just, what I what I notice is that wedding rings are pussy pussy beacons for women so when he <laughs> lost his ring 
I was like, whoa, okay, that's fine. Like, I, I didn't sweat nah, it too when much. when I lost my ring, less women looked. I actually sweat it, yeah. I, when I you have a wedding ring, way, way more women look. I mean, it's true story. It didn't have anything to do with the ring. He's wise. I'm just going to No, but I'm just letting you know, like, the wedding ring kind of was like, oh. The minute my party, I had to give them a, a conversation. <laughs> I had to have a conversation prior to. This is that my is my brother-in-law, and I will cut you. My favorite way into discussion. That might lead my, right into um, his segment. Yes, actually. it will. Because <laughs> let me just really quickly before we go into moments is that. My f- my first time taking Wise to a, a Montego birthday party when you lived in your other apartment when we were still at gosh at twelve years a Montego yeah. soirée twelve years ago that's when you had your one roommate <laughs> pre pre gay Thanksgiving pre gay Thanksgiving because it was only no, that was happening you, yet you hadn't quite named it yet I hadn't quite named gay Thanksgiving gay Thanksgiving which you're welcome for gay Thanksgiving that's yes. WrestleMania, WrestleMania trademark I'm sure trademark copy pending copy pending <laughs> so um I bring Wise and Montego's like are you bringing your new little boyfriend I was like of course because I don't drive <laughs> and I had the cake so I was like well he has a Jag so duh he's gonna drive me so Jaguar. We we show up and this is what when Montego says when everyone enters the room. Oh dear. We're getting a Uh-oh. demonstration. Oh, oh. oh. Say, all say the way over here. About, uh, don't look at my brother. <clears throat> I told everyone promptly to not look at my brother in law because he is my brother in law and I will cut you. <laughs> because he's Mr. Wise. And but the funny thing was, was that's apparently that's someone was not around to hear that because oh, no. I was approached later in the evening. In fact, not much later in the evening, sitting on your balcony and a young gentleman decided that he thought he would try to wrap <laughs> try me to up woo, you. woo me and wrap me up and i had to say like so he's talking to me he's like oh so where you know he's asking me questions about my who i am and i was like no you know i'm just here with my wife so do you and he just kept often? going and, and he kept going and finally like i was like no I, like i said I'm, I'm here with my wife and then he got up and walked away and never said another word for to me for the rest oh, of the well no. i don't remember this gentleman's name i've never i haven't seen him since that could have been it at at this point thinking about it that was gosh how many years back it so was a long how time many ago. iterations of my parties yeah sosa's been here for the last was, four he was so. white he was white oh white boy i've got to think about that one. Yeah. See, oh well, i ain't never I met nobody else <laughs> mr wise you're the only white guy in this circle the white gay gentleman that's all the information oh, how, i know how, however in in the gay community, saying that you have a wife, I know. Does right. I necessarily, I understand that now. Which She's is purely which is, ornamental. Which was why, which was why it was completely reasonable for me to have to say it right. twice. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I, I completely understand with that. emphasis. Okay, I have a wife, and <laughs> yeah. But listen, here we go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Moments with Montego, Montego. Moments with Montego, Montego. Moments with Montego. They're with Montego. They're with Montego, Montego. 
I love you. <laughs> if I have not told you recently, I must tell you now that I love you. Wow. So, this week on Moments with this, this week on Moments. I've thought about this long and hard, and I was racking my brain. And long and usually hard. Usually these things. Th- yeah, long and hard. Usually these <laughs> things. I'm, I'm married. <laughs> usually these things come easy for me. So, the first thing that sort of came to my mind the other day, Cedro and I were kicking this around, and I said, you know, during this time of year, the fall, winter time, we consider this the germy time, but the reality is germs are all year round. Yeah. But one thing uh, um, I've noticed about people people who like to cough and sneeze without covering their 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 mouths and or washing their hands after the fact mm-hmm. i have a problem with that <laughs> working in a corporate society we are often we often see sign signage on the doors of by the elevators and in in the bathroom on the mirror about mm-hmm. washing your hands because this is the season of germs and germs spread but germs spread all year round is the reality. Mm-hmm. But again, the whole coughing and sneezing like you know like that what you just heard. Why do you think that that's okay? <laughs> Thank like you. like why do you think it's okay to uh, like you realize you just spread germs in this elevator that I can't get out of and now I've just been accosted by you technically and I think we should be able to sue for that, but that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> um, the other thought that I had, because yes, I'm I'm moving rather quickly because of how I feel right now. <laughs> um, in D.C., there's a, a certain law for pedestrians about being in the crosswalk. And as a driver, when I see a pedestrian in the crosswalk, I'm supposed to immediately stop. So I just want to say that I have a problem with that. <laughs> First and foremost, as a pedestrian, if you feel that it's okay to step your 180 pound to 300 pound ass in front of my 2,000 pound car, that's a problem. You one, you don't have a bumper. Two, it's probably not going to end well for you. And unfortunately, it's not going to end well for me either. But this whole law of stop your momentum as you're cruising down a hill at 25. And because there's a crosswalk, the people in D.C. feel that they do have bumpers. And because there is a law, they are allowed to stand in the crosswalk and do these things. And I, I just have an issue with that. And I don't know if anybody else in this room has an issue. Yeah, here. I mean, I think if you enter the crosswalk... When you shouldn't enter the crosswalk, that should not mean that suddenly everybody else. But I'm supposed to slam on right, my brakes, right? I mean, if you have a, if you, if the, if you, you have a light, crosswalk. and the little little man came up, the little walking man came up in the sign, then you can go. But you can't just walk out in the middle of the street when the other when the traffic is green going that direction and think, oh, well, I'm in the cross. No, no. And while we're talking about that, since I brought it up and it's mo- moments mm-hmm. with Montego. Are we clear that it is moments with Montego? One, I think one, of, my, one of my my biggest fears is that I am going to hit a pedestrian. <laughs> and that you're going to keep driving. Don't, don't ask me why. That's one of my biggest fears, but it is. You know and why it's a big fear? Because the bill po- that comes with it is no, astronomical. Because it's possible. Because it's, it's highly possible. And in having the conversation, as I recall this, I can't remember if it's Cedro or somebody said that all of us drivers should get at least two infractions a year <laughs> where 
you are able to hit a stupid pedestrian and get away with it. Kind of like Allstate, how they have accident uh, forgiveness. Pedestrian It should be like pedestrian forgiveness. Yeah. Because, I mean, the reality is, and, and as a pedestrian at times, I realize I can be a bit aggressive, but that's yeah. because traffic has been aggressive. But I also realize that but when I'm behind the wheel, I don't like those pedestrians because I'm like... I'm going to hit you because I'm not stopping. I'm going 35, and I don't want to slam on brakes. And didn't your parents teach you to look both ways before you yeah, cross well, the street? Yeah. Like, who just walks out in the street and then right. stands there and then look? I don't know. I you know. I mean, that's better than... I, my biggest problem with pedestrians now is the lack of understanding of what it is they're doing while they're walking. <laughs> like, you know, you're walking down a street. Now, you may be on the sidewalk with other pedestrians, but you shouldn't be looking down at your phone screen the entire time or or you've got understand you've got earbuds in and you're playing your music super loud and ambulances and stuff are coming you can't hear like you're not and they ain't stopping right and you, you like th- this is serious you're walking across the street like every year around here i remember a couple years ago every year some white bitch jogging gets hit by a bus every fucking year a white a jogging white chick hit by a bus and inevitably it's she she didn't have the right of way she was she had earbuds in and the bus driver because they've got huge blind spots when they're coming around those corners whips around the corner and has completely the right of way and runs right over that she never saw it coming never saw it coming and it happens every year around this time around the time when it get when daylight savings time gets kicks in and it starts getting dark a little earlier and these chicks haven't finished figured out that they should probably retire their darker clothing <laughs> for this time of year but they're not doing that they're they're and it happens every year and it's like and it's it's the same story that's my main issue. And like, let's, why are you, you talk about distracted driving? What about <laughs> distracted walking? Like you're distracted and you're up out here with cars and trucks things that'll kill you in an instant. You won't even know what happened. Let's also not forget about the people who ride bikes. <clears throat> and again, shout out to my coworker who rides a bike. Love you. But if you were one of those bikers who was riding on the side of the road and or in my lane when I'm trying when I'm on my way to work, I have a problem with you. You drive a fucking bike. You can't go over 25 usually, so get the fuck out of my way. 15. 15 what no well see he works he works out, so I think he can probably go 25. Regardless, get the fuck out of my way. You don't have a bumper. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's always interesting because driving is one of the few instances in which every single person who's ever experienced it is a hypocrite. Like, everyone is impatient. Like, when you're impatient as a driver, everyone needs to move. But when you're jail and you don't really care, everyone needs to wait for you. It's the same way with, like, how you feel about pedestrians as a driver. And then when you're a pedestrian, how you feel about drivers. So I get that. But I feel like when it comes to pedestrians, and I'm from Baltimore, so you know I know about how (laughs) the fuckery fuckery that pedestrians... other kind of pedestrian involved. It it is. Like, the way that that we cross the street is at a diagonal. Hazard. So by the time, so by the time that we cross the street, we're at least a block or two down the street. Yes. And if you and if we're in the way and you honk at us, we will purposefully walk slower. Yes. But the oh thing my that, god. But, but you don't have to be. You don't have to even be a smart pedestrian to understand Newton's first law of inertia. Like, right. 
an object in motion <laughs> tends stay to stay in motion. motion. So if a one ton vehicle is coming toward you, two or two, well, I drive a Honda, not a. Um, you said two thousand. You said two thousand pounds, right? That's what. That's, 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 that's a lot of vehicles are. Oh, okay. vehicles four thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like even my Audi's like thirty eight hundred pounds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. So almost two ton vehicle is barreling toward you. Like some of the uh, when I say things to people, they, they their response will be, "Well, if they hit me, then I'll get money." But you could be dead. Exactly. Well, then my family will get the money. So you're that okay with being dead? Right. Like you're, I I don't. I don't, I don't understand the concept of I have such a right of way that even if I die <laughs> being it's reckless, right. yeah. it's okay. Like yeah. the the balance of the universe is still okay. Yeah. Like I don't want to get hit by a Honda. Like I don't want my death. Su- I don't want my epitaph to say yeah. Daewoo. <laughs> he made yes, he made he his epitaph money. Or, and Sosa is about to have an ooh, orgasm. And I even I looked up. I was like, ooh, epitaph. I don't I don't want my epitaph to say Toyota man. Camry. Oh, you know what? We haven't talked about the wild card in this, though, which is cyclists. <laughs> no, actually, I did bring that up. Really? I, I did. I just said that. Yeah. One of my coworkers is the one. Again, love him to death, but if you were one of those people who in my way, <laughs> when I'm on my way to work, oh my God. God. Well, and, and they will, and all the people in this room who've ridden with me will admit, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> 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 I am a, I, I am a bit impatient. Bit? Just a taste, oh, just, yeah. just, just, a just a lot, of, just a lot of bit. I don't think I've ever made it from um, Del Rey to Southern Alexandria. So faster. then I'm going to, I'm going to pose this question: <laughs> Have you ever been in an accident with me since you've been riding? No, thankfully no. But I've had some close calls. Uh, okay, Mario Andretti. Whatever. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Whatever. we definitely talked about cyclists. Okay, because because cyclists, the one my I am a cyclist, and I'm. <laughs> So, so then you're one of those people, those white guys. But it's one of but, that, but, that dips through traffic. But and I'm when like, I'm, what the I, fuck is he doing? Well, he doesn't have a bumper. I'm a cyclist when I'm on my bicycle, but when I'm driving, I'm not a cyclist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the and and there are a couple things like like that I like I get pissed at cyclists because I am a cyclist. Like if you're Right. Why are you riding? If there's a bike lane that's been built or a bike path that's been built next to the road specifically made for bicycling why are you still riding in the street <laughs> and that happens more often than i even want to care to like like a lot i it see it all the time i'll be like there is a bike lane that's not on the street you don't have to be with cars that are like you said two tons or trucks four five six ton trucks you can be on in the bike lane and you talk to i've talked to cyclists like oh well the bike lanes aren't usually you know <laughs> they're not as smooth or whatever i don't fucking care i ride in the on the bike i, I never if there's a bike lane or a bike path I'm on those. I'm not. I'm only in the street if I absolutely have to be in the street. The laws of physics are not on pedestrians or cyclists' sides. Right. That's what I'm saying. And they just you, don't. If you go to war with a car, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. I, I can't. Um, <laughs> yes. Anywho, and that was moments, moments with Montego. In case any of you were confused about that. <laughs> Well, he did do a lot of talking. (laughs) You did let him interrupt. (laughs) You're right, I did. So, I have a uh, dedication song I would like to put out for those white allies out there before I talk shit about them. (laughs) 
Can, can you all hear this? No. no. Is this Mary J? I'm there for you anytime you need me. For real, girl, it's me in your world. Believe me, nothing. And make a man feel oh. better than a woman. All right, Montego. Queen with a crown that be down for whatever. There are a few things that's forever. My You're lady, wrong. we can make more or make babies. I need okay what I don't need for you allies to do is put this motherfucking safety pin <laughs> on your clothes <laughs> so could you, could you I'm gonna preface this don't no, no, you no 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 wait 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 I just could you give a little back like I'm gonna give a background I'm a white guy you, I have you, no you, idea what the safety it's just, because I your wife is woke this. as fuck I'm a black man and I'm not sure <laughs> either and that's so because you can ignore it okay so 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 fill everybody in of what the safety pin just let me let me let me get them there Hashtag stay woke. Thank you. Stay woke. So the day after the election, when a lot of people woke up and they were like, oh my God, white guilt. And they're like, what can I do? Oh my God, white guilt. Oh my God, white guilt. What can I do to show other um, marginalized people that, you know, like, hey, I'm there for you. Like Mary J. And Method Man. And they're like, I got a great idea. I got a motherfucking safety pin. I want to put a safety pin on my jacket so that if I see a woman getting her hajibs like ripped off her head, she can look for my safety pin and she can know that I am an ally. She can look over and see me there with a look of concern on my face. And I will so, say, sister, sister. Sister, oh, okay, I'm with so you, sister. Okay, so we already had Wait, questions. Okay. Is this real? <laughs> Hold on. Yes, this is real. Sosa, you had your hand up. Sosa, you had your hand up. You know, like those pins that Sosa, the wear. Sosa had her pin, hand up. Safety pins come in like okay, 12 stop, different stop, sizes. Stop, stop, Sosa. I am Sosa. really <laughs> trying to wrap my mind around just what in the fuck a damn safety pin <laughs> is going to do for me. Even if I was a Muslim woman, woman whose hijab was, was snatched off of her head. What the fuck is that going to do for me? So I understand that there is a thing called white guilt. I totally get it. I find it to be something that I'm grappling with trying mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. not be annoyed with that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have more of a open mind and an a, a better vision of all this, like Cedro said, but I'm just like, if it took you till just fucking now to understand that you needed something like a safety fucking pin to show somebody that you see oh, oh. what they're going through, that shit is a little fucked up to me. I understand that there are people who've been living in their bubble and whatever, and that's fine, but I'm torn between being really happy that people would think to wear a safety pin and being really pissed off that why the fuck didn't you think about something better than a goddamn on safety pin a long fucking time ago? Montego. So, what exactly is white guilt? And I ask that because I hear a lot of white people say, well, I wasn't around then, so I. But you're around now, and you see. So what? Is, what is like? Time. What is? What is the guilt, Mr. Wise? <laughs> 
Well, well, he may know. Uh, he might know. He might know. You know, he is white. You know, <laughs> um, he knows everything. <laughs> Wiki wise. <laughs> well, <laughs> white guilt is. It's typically found in liberals, mm, um, because white liberals who see what's going on and know that they're that they are still benefiting from, like I said, the ball being on a tee for them, and because they work with and associate themselves with enough people who are not of their who are not white. They see the differences, and the guilt creeps in as to why is it that they aren't getting the same treatment and the same uh, privileges that I'm getting. And the there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I think a little white guilt right now is probably pretty important because this one's on us, guys. This this election, this one, white people fuck this up. So I this, wanna... has nobody, this, has, this one has nothing else to do with anybody else. So you're going to get that. It's just the way that it's expressed. Exactly. That I think, like, and, and, and like you said, I'm a bit torn, too, because I'm like, okay, at least there's some expression. But you know what would be better than a safety pin? <laughs> some pepper spray. Like, you should probably pepper spray that person. Like, that's, that's where we're at now. We're, if you really want to get, if you really want to assuade your white guilt, fucking do something. No, but isn't that, isn't that, isn't that, isn't, I'm <laughs> God. What happened? Poor microphone. Isn't, the microphone. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that assault? Like, if okay. you were to pepper spray somebody, not if not if that person is ripping off the hijab of a of a Muslim woman. Yeah. That, but it's, that but it's not. But it's not you. Doesn't so matter. couldn't that individual turn around and then because we live in the country where you can sue anyone for anything, wouldn't that person try to sue you and say, "Well, he attacked me." They were committing well, a if they crime. Were, but if they were white people doing it, then no, no, no. right. And right. we, exactly. you have to start asserting your rights the same, like, like that's the thing is that, that if you, if everybody's got to assert their rights, you and, must use your power. Yeah. And, 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 and so that, because what happens is when you assert your rights and then there is a double standard, it, it shows the double standard clear as day. Because like I said, like, like you were just saying, if I pepper sprayer, oh, the white, the, the white man walked in, saved the day. Superman comes in and saves the day. If Montego pepper sprays him. Oh, they're crazy. Niggas pepper spray right. people. First you know, of all, you know Montego is not pepper spraying anyone. <laughs> well, I'm, Montego well, is going to come back and tell you all the story about how <laughs> someone got pepper sprayed. Monte- Montego's like, what's my liability? <laughs> Like, like the fat lady that I told you about on episode episode one. one. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know that I want to do that. Well, so to cut you you off completely, 100%. That's the thing. No, I don't. You don't have to worry and appease white guilt. (laughs) Don't do it. Just don't. If you're going to be... Let me give my personal white ally one-on-one. Don't tell nobody you're an ally. Because when you tell people you're an ally, it is a performance allyship at that point. Be about it. Not only that, but it's actually better. Excuse you. So. Whoa. No, because I'm still talking. You can't see me. You're right. I can't. Hi. Hey. What's up? <laughs> so what I'm saying oh. is don't don't be a performative ally. 
be an ally. Don't wear your safety pin. Be about it. If I am at my job and I work with a lot of Middle Eastern women and I work with a lot of black women and African women and I see somebody come in and snatch the hijab off of one of my lines, I would be so inclined to say, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't need a fucking... No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I would. Because those are my clients. At this point, I know enough about you. Like, my clients are my clients. Now, if you're rude to me in Starbucks line... Get snatched. Not holding We're in the era where you have to do something about it. You have to say something. You have to do something about it now. Like it, it, it's not like this is a different. We're in a different world now. Cedra, Cedra. You got to do something about it. So, I guess after hearing all of this, all of of your points are very valid and poignant. The question that I have is: so this white allied movement Mm -hmm. spawned from white guilt. started because people wanted to be able to provide another means of attaching a hijab? No, 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 no. It seemed like, no, 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 I mean, no, 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 at no. first it kind of seemed like, okay, so we want to be allies with a safety pin just in case someone gets I their hijab taken off. And I'm like, so you guys will, you guys will assemble for Islamic women, but the whole black cause is missed. Like, what would we have? Like a, a chicken bone? So, oh, God, no. I, I just, it just it felt a little it felt a little weird. Let but me clear this up for you, real quick. Please don't don't do a watermelon rind. I might slap the shit out of you. So this the safety pin thing is something that happened when Brexit um, okay. started, where it was like, hey, you know, we're going to show instead of being our true selves the entire time while we're nominating a racist, misogynistic, sexist, sexist homophobic. Donald Trump, you know, instead of being an ally the full time, now that shit has hit the fan and they realize that my vote for Donald Trump because of I've been cloaked in my whiteness is now going to cause a lot of people a lot of pain financially, emotionally, safety, you know, safety wise. I'm going to put a fucking safety pin on. So what makes performative allyship even worse is that there is a woman out there who is charging three hundred and about twenty five dollars for a gold um, did you see it, Sosa? Because that whole look. No, she, she has a fuck. necklace. Say it's a safety pin. It's a safety. <laughs> it's a safety pin necklace. It is gold. And it's three hundred and like three hundred twenty-five. This is the fashion portion. This is this is oh you know what I did technically say there was no fashion, but this is fashion. Okay. So she basically is like you know hey if you want to show that you're an ally and you like my necklace is three hundred and twenty-eight dollars and I'm like why don't you donate that to Black Lives Matter basically? uh, Okay, so I guess the secondary question or subsection B. Of my original question. Subset C. Paragraph A. Right. Um, is so to be an ally Mm -hmm. with a safety pin Mm -hmm. is interesting. Did we run out of ribbon colors? <laughs> because I swear for other causes, they at least had no, 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 a they safety had... pin and oh a ribbon. No, no. And, 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 wait, wait, wait. The bracelets. Did we run out of bracelets? The bracelets. Just, where would happen I to the bracelets? I don't think everyone would be so comfortable with the black nationalist colors of black 
red and green as their <laughs> safety pin colors well, because that would probably are, be if the you're only truly, colors. If you're truly an ally, you should be comfortable. I, I feel like something, like something more substantial than just a safety pin would show your allyship a little more because My just point, having exactly. a safety pin, I, I would just think, oh, you forgot to take off the safety pin on your jacket so. or you forgot to take off the, <laughs> the tag ahead, that was there. Not Blue Lives Matter. Okay, so I okay, so all lives matter. <laughs> Excuse me. Purple lives fucking matter. This is ridiculous. Blue lives matter. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Blue lives matter hurts me because it's like me saying black lives like. Oh, but again, it goes matter. back to what all you black, said. Everything, but it goes back to what you said earlier about white guilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they want to, you know, Rudy Giuliani. Just the man is trash yeah, like, like let's that. they called him america's mayor at one like he's trash. He he's a despicable from human being. he's trash and he's imagine if this man being. becomes attorney oh, general he will be. like he told he told white americans in an interview that you know you should teach your children to fear black people because they're going to hurt you like like how i don't i don't understand this whole message of let's all get together and rally behind the president-elect who clearly is kkk misogynist mm-hmm. race uh, all that other, rapist yes he's a rapist mm-hmm. and all that other stuff like but rudy giuliani is just nah nah this is the time for resistance viva la resto- resistance <laughs> resistance. <laughs> viva. So, resistance viva la resistance the reason i bring up this whole allyship thing and like this whole safety pin thing is because there are much better ways to if you are ally show it of course go to your racist ass thanksgiving that a lot of you are liking to skip out on that i'm seeing on facebook like i'm not gonna go hang out with my family that voted for donald trump and blah 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 no 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 Black people have spoken enough. We've talked enough. It is now your turn. Like, I've literally handed the reins over to my husband. I will not be showing up to any marches. I will not be showing up to any resistances. I will not be signing any petitions. I will not be wearing a motherfucking safety pin because I did my part. I've done my part as a black woman in America. You have done your part as black men in America. My husband has done his part. We've done our parts. I'm not doing it no more. So to be a good ally, not not to cut you short, but to be a good ally is to talk to your to be a white person and talk to other white people about how fucked up their views are and to be how fucked up that they would look past so much negativity in one Mr. Donald Trump and still be able to be like, you know, in my whiteness, I'm very comfortable in checking and saying I'm going to vote for one. What's Donald the Trump. worst that could happen to What's me? What's the worst that could happen well, to me? Well, that's what Donald asked. But while we're talking about that, then what do you say to the black people out there? Because there are African-Americans who voted for him and feel that like I... I I mean, on that clip you showed about the white girlfriend, if mm-hmm. you watched all the way through, there was a black guy on there who was like, well, why do you assume I have voted for Hillary Clinton? Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he was like Donald Trump. And then, um, what is the rapper's name? Who? Uh, no, 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 no. This is another, uh, Eric Banner. Banner? Banner? Is David, that Banner. David, David Banner. Banner. Sorry. Geek Hulk. Okay. David <laughs> He actually, in the Huffington Post, there was an article about him quoting that he felt that Donald Trump winning was good for black America. And the reason was that because it was supposed to sort of teach us something and maybe make us rally together but understand that there are no real leaders so that the leader is actually you as an individual and you're supposed to step out and make the difference for all of this so that that's still fine and good and, and maybe long term maybe there will be some lessons Wise. learned but hold, come on hold on real quick so 
So here is, I think, a very, very simple thing that anyone can do. Allied, due to white guilt, black people. Fucking treat people the way you would fucking like to be treated. If you don't want to be called racial epithets, don't call other people those names. Mm -hmm. If you would like to be treated fairly, treat other people fairly. Speak the fuck up when you see somebody else not being treated fairly. Mm -hmm. Don't vote for motherfuckers who have said outright, I'm not going to treat other people (laughs) fairly, but you might get treated fairly, but they won't. And then don't look at me and think I'm not supposed to look at you like a fucking racist when you do it any damn way. That's what you can do. That's what everyone can do. It's very simple. There's a comfort that, um, there's a comfort of, I've just observed it being white, period. There's a comfort there. There's a, there's a no worry. There's a no. No, you know what that comfort is? What is it? That Mr. comfort is from someone who's a, white people don't ever have to think about being white. No, right. they don't. Yeah. And, and that's and the that's, privilege. Th- and that's the privilege. And that's what a lot of these white people don't get is like, they're like, and why they get so upset. They're like, you're making me think about having that I'm white. I don't ever think about being white. And the only way that they ever have to think about being white is in context of your blackness. So they get all fucking, because when they're around their white friends, they don't sit around and say, you know, all right, you know, white people, look at us. <laughs> they don't even, white people when they're around, they don't, they, we don't look around like, no, we, because being white, white isn't anything white like we talked about before. White is a designation that rich people gave to people from Europe to divide the the, the working class people in the in the late nineteenth century against one another, so they would be so that the ruling class would have easier control over them. There is no white fucking anything like mm-hmm. real reality. So we don't think about being white, but when you're black, you got to think about being black. Every day. In every context. All the time. All the time. So I ran across this this post um, on on Tumblr. And it was a black person's Tumblr. And basically, it was titled, Unpopular Truths About America and the Election in Election 2016. So he gave four points. And basically, the first point he said, and I want to read this because I, I did want to hear you all sort of thoughts on this because I... I thought some of it was interesting, and then some of it I was like, yeah, I don't quite understand it. But anyway, so the first point he made was, if you are upset about the result, you are scared. If you're scared, you're not prepared. If you're not prepared, you wasn't paying attention. Hashtag period point blank. That was his first point. The second point was, Black folks need to stop using the Bible to justify compliance. (laughs) Right. God never required that you follow a man-made law to your own detriment. Jesus was a rebel. His third point was white folks need to admit that Donald Trump is tolerated because they still fear black retribution. Yep. Number four. For all you still boohooing about Hillary, and then in quotations he put... When y'all were silent about Bernie, consider this. We had a black president that did not specific, that did not specifically address black issues because he was busy with the status quo. Mm-hmm. 
What made you think Hillary was going to go hard for women's issues? Then he says, oh, I forgot because politicians are honest. I was born behind enemy lines. I have never felt 100% comfortable in the country, in this country, so this election has not shifted my feelings. So, like, on his number four point about having a black president, again, I still have issues with a lot of black people who want to spout that because, again, if you truly understand American politics, you will understand that the president only has but so much power Mm -hmm. and there is so much that he can do for regardless and I mean black or not his job is to protect the American people which speaks for all races colors and creeds religions etc that live in this country American people so this argument of because he was a black man he didn't do anything for black people I just I don't quite understand that. So anybody who has something I, that they can expound on that and explain would it would be greatly appreciated. I am going to pay you back off of what you said because um, President Obama. What I think, what I I know, I, I I've heard it. What I hear a lot of people is they misunderstand our our political climate. They misunderstand how our how our government works it's mostly faceted there's lots of layers to it which is good in some ways and horrible in others and because we have our first black president everything was heaped on to he and michelle when they entered the office the boondocks episode of the day after president obama got nominated is still the most poignant episode ever because Excuse my language, niggas woke up like, oh my God, you know, we about to get reparations. We about, and, and, and black people forgot that we're only 13% of this population. So really, they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing we can do to sway anything. We really, all we have really in America is spending power. But can I jump in real quick yeah. and say that it's not that he doesn't give a fuck. No, I no, think no, no. Amer- I think black America is deceived in yes. thinking that. Yes. He did give a fuck. But the reality is he, that his hands were tied, tied in a certain, well, to an extent. I, I, no, I, no, no, no. And that's what I'm saying is like his hands are tied because we are... We are a nation that we live in this fantasy of we are multi. We're we're fucking Benetton. We're the goddamn United Colors in in America. <laughs> when we present ourselves, when we go to other countries, we're like, oh my god, we're standing step and we're so great. We get along so well, and that is a fucking lie because we don't get along that well. We do have separation. This election, this election clearly showed it that the coasts are very separated from the middle of America, from the you know all the way over. So they're basically places in the middle of America that you're like, yeah, I'm not going to go visit. But President Obama could not, in his eight years, change the trajectory of he, the black experience. But he changed a lot. But he, he, changed, for he changed a lot for, for America. The but the, what I'm saying is there are people who woke up and said, he's going to fix everything and that is not Well, no, it's happened. not his job to it's fix not everything. His job. He had, he had, he walked in to a situation where the opposing party, which still controlled uh, you know, definitely controlled the legislative branch, certainly controlled, you know, if not almost controlled, you know, evenly controlled the Supreme Court with the, with, with the entire opposition party saying for, we're not, we're, we're going to deny everything he tries to do. We're not going to help him. We're not going to assist him. We're not going to work with him at all. We're going to deny, 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 deny. And those are the same people that right now are calling for all of us to unify behind <laughs> Donald fucking Trump. <laughs> and they spent eight fucking 
years mm-hmm. blocking every single thing that he tried to do. It's amazing he got what he got done, what he did get done, mm-hmm. considering how much opposition he would push things that they would. He nominated Merrick Garland for the Supreme Court. Merrick Garland is not a fucking liberal. Merrick Garland is a centrist right justice. And he nominates a guy as an olive branch basically to the to the Republican side saying, "Look, I nominated a centrist. I nominated a guy that you guys all said to a man when you were interviewed months ago that he was a great candidate for Supreme Court justice." And they denied it anyway just to not give him the victory so that he can't say that he nominated that petulant shit is what he's been dealing with for 8 years and now those same fucking children are asking us after a guy runs on everything negative that we've talked about to to suddenly forget all that and get behind him and kumbaya fuck you but wasn't 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 that unconstitutional no, that's their job. Their job is that there's no them se- denying the just them denying well, that wasn't yeah. that unconstitutional. I, I, I think it because I've heard a lot of po- yes. I've heard a lot of political pundits say that they felt that again it, it was an unconstitutional an unconstitutional yes. thing to do. It, it, like it, it, him being the president, he that that was supposed to kind of happen. It's one of those things. It's like it's like the supermajority in the Senate. Like like I don't think the founders ever intended that. Oh, you have to have no no one fifty one to forty nine isn't good enough. You have to have fifty five. No no they're rewriting the rules as they go along. It's like gerrymandering the House so that even though the population might be as you can clearly see by the popular vote in this election, there are more people willing to vote Democrat than Republican. They still have a large majority of the House because they draw the districts in these crazy you know artistic shapes to get all of their people that vote for them into their in, into their little pockets so that they can hold on to their seats this is it's the same shit and so for when people say obama didn't do anything let me tell you what obama did he represented the united states better and as well as any president ever has and it, around the world uh, no matter what you say about him, you know, we, there was to, but look at the stock market. The, look at where he's leaving this country in terms of where he took office by every measurable metric. The guy was, the guy did a great job. And yet we got to make America great again. Mm-hmm. It's not great. And what are you talking about? Like, like what, what, what pseudo, what comic book are you living in that where America is this desolate wasteland? It's like, they're, it's like they're living in the walking dead. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel I, I definitely believe that, you know, 50 years from now, Obama will definitely be recanted in history as mm-hmm. one of the greatest presidents we've had. <laughs> um, but, you know, not even just not even just Barry, mm-hmm. not even just Barry, but um, the whole aspect of <clears throat> Michelle. I mean, being on the cover of Vogue three oh times um, and the Slay. most recent one is and stunning. classy, not Slay. and I don't even and I don't even go in for things like that yeah. necessarily. But she is she one is of the so most. Beautiful. She's one of the most gorgeous and magnanimous people mm-hmm. that probably we'll ever see in a light that she was in, especially especially as an Af- African American yeah. woman. Um, which is um, why I will definitely put in my bid now for Michelle Obama. Well, 2020, it's 2024, 2020, 2020, 
old is please. Elizabeth Warren? I don't know. Old. Whatever. Is she old? She's old. I'm just asking. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, she's kind of she's in her 60s. She's got to be. Michelle and Barack Obama and Malia and Sasha, that whole family, like, why is it so they're scandal-free? Very smart, intelligent women or young women. They represented they the represent extremely well. well. Considering what we've But done. it's also like I told Wise, um, we have to work twice as hard to be considered half as good. And the fact that we have um, Melania Trump coming in. <laughs> and I know everyone's going to chuckle, but I'm actually, I, I feel it's a, it's a slap in the face because it's like, okay, um, how should I feel as a black woman who has invested in her education and her job and her herself and I want to see her green card. I want to see her green card. <laughs> I, I, but I want to see that bitch's papers. I mean the whole, the whole aspect that a um that a that a woman basically looking yeah. for a sugar daddy, daddy. is now the first lady can possibly be because the jury is still well out we have till december it. 19th so i mean i'll do you really think that's gonna no happen? it's not happening no. i mean but <clears throat> most likely not but... this was literally the reason why they exist and it's still not going to happen well, why the electoral college exists is for bullshit this. but anyhow so what i'm saying is we have to work twice as hard to be considered wait i thought they existed because the founding fathers thought that the country might was not smart enough yeah. right yeah. And so well, they were what fucking I'm saying. right and to then, a degree and the electoral college votes on the 19th of December yep. a month after a month six after weeks the after the election. election and the reason why mm-hmm. is to in case somebody like turns out to be a fucking idiot a f- right and 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 we now know that he has been in contact he was in constant contact and his campaign was in constant contact with the Russian government yep. throughout the election because that's not a security risk right so is right. he going to be indicted for the rapes we don't know but I don't think the Republican Party cares because what they all they want to do is get to the inauguration because once he's inaugurated that's it's over that, well once he's inaugurated if he could they, they could impeach him uh, the, the next day and then Mike Pence becomes president yeah, and they yeah, love yeah. that idea Ooh, I don't care what anybody says that man is an undercover homosexual. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't care yeah, yeah, how much yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever this fucking undercover yeah. he was. Yeah. When I was watching yeah. him talk, yeah. I was like... Well, then is he really undercover? Just no, undercover? Well, he swears he is because he... I don't know if you guys saw the YouTube message <laughs> that he put out no. about being a Christian, which as a Christian, the, I think the lone Christian in this room... Yeah. <laughs> That he he really laid it out like, oh, I'm a Christian <laughs> mm-hmm. and I love God and I'm this. And I was listening to this and I was like, this is the most awkwardest, occultish right. <laughs> shit. It's not as obvious that as a Christian yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, he went through conversion therapy. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here looking at this man and I'm like, no. Yeah. You still like little boys, and I'm oh, sure you sit in your office and look at therapy stuff. Came, yeah, from. okay, yeah, and, and, and he's like, you know, I'm really standing on my faith, and I had to question it because, again, as a Christian, I have mm-hmm. family members who are really, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> all I could think about was sitting in a room and drinking Kool Aid. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I yeah. um, like I said. My original point. Go ahead. To be black in America is to, what does James uh, Baldwin say? To be uh, the most persecuted or, you know, I've got it that completely wrong. Um, And to, again, like I said, to have our first lady who has a double Ivy League 
education from the top schools in our country and to be as poised and to be as strong and to be as black and to be as cultured and you know for her to be called a monkey and for mrs obama to deal with um you know when she said when they go low we go high that i think that resonated with a lot of people in the black community because that's what we've been taught it did but fuck that but fuck the, that the fact exactly that sit online officials elected officials mm-hmm. fucking west virginia mm-hmm. and the ladies like well she looks an like an ape in heels yeah, yeah, yeah bitch what the fuck do you look like but like again, i just she don't uh, have no job oh, now I, she don't have no job she now. doesn't but that's not but that's and not then the when she turns around and says that the people online are bullying her and she okay. wants to sue uh, because she's uh, being womp, womp. picked on but, right. but that but that is that is the point the fact that she doesn't have a job anymore is the point. Well, that's like you can't say like there right. was a there was a racist. I can't remember what she, I can't remember what what her name was or what position she had, but she had a high position in some company. Mm-hmm. And she was flying to Africa and she tweeted, "Oh, oh I'm going. To, I'm flying to Africa now. Hope I don't catch AIDS. AIDS." When she landed, she was fired. Oh. Yeah. By the time she landed, she had lost her job. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people, you know, they they get in they get. They get enraged by this, and yes, it is it is definitely infuriating. But like, I think it also speaks to the fact that you can't like people use social media as a personal therapist <laughs> that they think All they can the say time. anything All to, yeah. and nothing ever happens. All you know, oh, I'll delete a tweet. Clearly, nothing yeah. on the internet's no ever deleted. Just so that you guys know, yeah. um, <laughs> once it's there, it's there. It's there. But your I mean, nudes are yeah, always so out there. I think that is the point. I think that is a good thing. Like. The fact that these things exist that embolden people to be as to be as explicit about their opinion as possible lets us know who they are mm-hmm. so that we can act accordingly. And I think the fact that she lost her job, the fact that the the AIDS, I mean, the woman that made the comment about mm-hmm. AIDS lost her job, the fact that people can't do these things in these public positions and still retain their jobs, with the exception of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. um, like it's. I think it does speak to something. So let me ask this, though. Does it really speak to something? Or is it simply a cover-up to say, oh, we've heard what you... Basically, to pacify us. I... Because do do does... If we're talking about understanding racism systemically is the system in which we're in, is that system really going to say, well, let me smack you on the wrist, you're wrong, you shouldn't say that, and it actually means something? What I was going to say is there is that Tumblr racist getting fired, and it. But uh, is that is that simply but, to be but, 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 PC? No, no, or is no, no, that no, no. It's, it's about the money, it's man. It's At about the, end the, of the money. Day, your answer is money. Exactly. It's always because money. No one wants negative attention. No one wants negative attention. My company is so strict about Yelp reviews, Instagram uh, locations. They literally go through and they will report shit as you know spam because they are very very particular about their branding they're very very particular about how they are perceived and i would say my company walks a walk and talks a talk because when i look up in my company it is a very diverse group of people we have men women gay black white we have every single 
person represented in my company, so that's why I don't mind it. But when I see other companies and they're getting outed and you see these, you know, like, oh, I work for Carabas or I work for fucking Chipotle. Chipotle don't want that fucking heat on them. They already got right. fucking pork issues. It's all issues. about the money. It's about, it's all about yeah. issues. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we live in a time where diversity actually makes more money. Right. Yeah. So exactly. we, we're People fortunate have enough for, for those things to be in So I want to engage Sosa because we work for the same firm. Yes. And we work in different parts. Now, a lot of what I heard after the election and with the email that was sent out, our CEO sent out an email after probably a couple days after. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Now, the people in my area that I worked with were were really upset. Mm-hmm. Because they felt that the email that was sent out was simply to pacify, mm-hmm. and that really took no stance. And again, for me as the as the African American on Zima, I was like, "Well, I mean, what do you expect? We work for a partnership. Yeah. <laughs> Is she really going to piss off probably fifty percent of the people who actually did vote for Trump, who felt yeah. that his policies exactly, were good?" No. So, in my area of the firm, I heard very negative. There were a lot of negative feelings about what that email. With you being in the position that you're in, working closer with partners and such, did you hear any rumblings from them about that? Like, did anyone specifically address that either in front of you or around you? How they felt about it? No, but I will just say from what I have seen, from what I can see, there is definitely a faction of people in certain positions within our organization who are not necessarily upset at the outcome. I'll be very diplomatic. Um, But I thought that was obvious. I thought that that was obvious. But from, no. And because I have worked with that level of people for so long and because I used to work in a public policy office, there's a, I won't say all because that would be generalizing, but there's a certain faction of people who, when things go in this way, benefit, whether it's socially, whether it's financially, they benefit. Our business is going to benefit like shit, Absolutely. especially where I am. So, like, they're happy about that, and I can understand why they're happy about their business growing, but at the same time, I won't say that I feel like there is a blatant indifference to what else this means for other people, but I feel like the business being more successful is what trumps that. (laughs) So it's, I've heard the same thing from other people who are not in that. The lower level, the lower, the level lower people, levels are the ones. But who from are the higher level people, I mean, there are very few that are outright like, this is bullshit. This is ridiculous. Most of them are really just trying to focus their energy on what does this mean for the business. <laughs> and we know what this means. At the end of the year, their pockets are going to be exactly. lined because that's what it boils down to. Yeah. And when you're comfortable. It is fine for you to say, okay, well, this kind of sucks for other people, but 
I'm comfortable. And I guess maybe the question that people really need to ask themselves is, how fucking comfortable do you need to be before you understand somebody else's fucking suffering? Like, how much fucking money do you really need? You've got your yachts. You've got your Mm -hmm. summer home. You use summer as a verb. Mm -hmm. You go in summer somewhere. (laughs) How much more comfortable do you need to be before you can say, okay, well, maybe they shouldn't really be that bad off. That um, that mentality uh, again goes back to white people talking to other white people about their privilege. That goes back to um, black people continuing to continuing to be vocal and continuing to be as headstrong and as steady as we have been in these times because we. You know, I, I said it in the last podcast and I kind of kicked myself, but it's like, you know, we, we've made it through worse and our parents have made it through worse. And I was like, yeah, but this is different. This is, this is, uh, this is a time where we have social media and we have the availability to show things in real time and we have the, um, tools to say, this is what's happening to me right now. And you as a, privileged person can either turn around and ignore it and not see it and continue to live in your Miley Cyrus Taylor Swift world or you can be realistic and say you know there there are groups of people out there who are less um, fortunate there are people out there who are not listened to as much as I am there are you know we literally have um the water protectors out in North Dakota looking out for the, the pipeline and we have Ferguson and we have people in Flint who can't fucking, fucking drink their, drink their, own their water goddamn water. You know, we have a lot of black uh, people out there who are, you know, not working and, and putting their lives so, on the line for us. Let me, let me challenge that and ask mm-hmm. that in sharing, uh, in sharing this as, as a black male working in corporate America, mm-hmm. And again, Sosa knows because she works with me. You know, there was a time, probably six months to a year ago, where oh, shit. for me, I felt that the moment that I spoke up, because all of my managers are blonde-haired and blue-eyed, mm-hmm. blue-eyed white women, mm-hmm. one of them specifically being from Boston. Mm. So when we say Boston is black people, we all kind of have that, ooh, mm. you know, because we know what that means. People talk about, you know, you should speak up for yourself. You should, again, you said we should stand up. So, again, as a black male in mm-hmm. corporate America, and Sosa was one who said to me, as a black woman, mm-hmm. you just shot yourself in the foot. She said this to me because. And what happened shortly thereafter? I got put on a PIP. For those who don't understand, that's basically, what is it, personal? Performance. Performance improvement something. something. Mm -hmm. Because when I was approached about what was going on, and my reaction was, look, as a black man, here's what I deal with. And at the time when I spoke out, Baltimore was burning. Mm -hmm. I work in a space that, yes, is progressive, but let's not play the game and pretend like we don't know what's going Mm -hmm. on behind us. And this is not a direct reflection with the people that I work with, but the people who were around us. And Mm -hmm. one of the comments that was made by one of the younger white people was that, oh gosh, the people that are hurting are 
um, the business owners. And this is when Baltimore was burning. Now, how am I supposed to feel as a black man, as a black life? Someone who looks like me, who could have been me, who could have been my cousin, my brother, my uncle, my father, was killed. And you're saying... That the pe- that, that what matters is these buildings are being burned and the people that are hurting are the business owners. Well, that's what the fuck insurance is for. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have insurance, I'm sorry to those of you b- business owners who couldn't afford it, but that's, again, that does not replace a life. Mm-hmm. And for me as a black man, having to sit here and hear this, this shit hurt me. Yeah. And there was nobody in my area that I could really express that to or talk to. And make no mistakes, the managers come to you, oh, we care about you, we want to hear, come talk to me. Bitch, you're white, you live in fucking Texas. You don't know shit about what I'm dealing with. So me expressing this to you, when I did express it, the sentiment that came back to me was that (laughs) you're angry. And again, Sosa knows, you all in this room know me, and Mr. Wise, you know me. So when the sentiment came back was angry, angry, bitch, I'm not angry, I'm frustrated. Because if you as a white woman would have said the exact same thing that I said in the exact same way I said it, your colleagues would have rallied behind Mm -hmm. you and said, we hear your frustration. But as a black man, this bitch, and I'm saying it, bitch, (laughs) had the nerve to come out her mouth and say, you sound angry. And there was a part of me that was angry. And if you were, so the fuck what? But I was frustrated because here I am. You do not understand me. You don't understand my struggle. You don't understand what I feel, what I have to go through every day when I get up and put on my pants. The reality is, yes, I work a white collar job for a firm that is one of the top five in the country. But when I pull out of that fucking garage, I'm just another nigger. Yeah. Badge, tie, suit or not. When they look at me, I'm just another nigger. When I walk through that office, I don't care who it is. I'm still just another nigga. Mm-hmm. And I was hurt because I, and again, Sosa can attest to this. I go to work every day. Mm-hmm. It at is very. 530. I, you know, I know. In the morning. No, no, I get up at 5.30. Oh, but, but I'm at work every day. I don't call out. I'm not mm-hmm. sick. Why? Mm-hmm. Because the people around me depend on me. Yeah. This is not a knock against them, but this is who I am as an, as a black male. I'm told that that is required of me. If I'm to be successful in the workplace, it is required that I show up. They can take PTO and travel the world and go to their doctor's appointments and work from home. Whether there's anything going on in that office or not, I have to be there. And again, this is not a reflection of my team. This is the system that I work in as a black man. When I started this career 15 years ago, I had cornrows. Mm -hmm. You know why I cut those cornrows? Because I said, I'm not going to be labeled just another nigga because that's what they saw when they saw that he's a thug. And again, you in this room and those, some of those who are listening know me. I am the furthest thing from a thug that there is. (laughs) The furthest. But again, the cornrows based off of what society has put out. You know, this is who I am. And I'm sorry for taking this time, but this is serious for me as a black man. This frustrates the fuck out of me. So when I sit at my desk and all I want to fucking do is surf the net, 
It's not because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. It's because I've put my fucking time in. Yeah. You, as my other colleagues, don't know all that I've done. When I was in the office at 5 a.m., when we were going through fucking audits. Yeah. Because I knew my supervisor, who was a leader at the time, had to be there. Mm -hmm. Nobody else was there, but the black man was there. Why? Because this is what I have to do to succeed. He was there at 5.30. And and in that instance, I was there at 5.30 in the morning because there's some real shit. And I just need people to stop with this bullshit and understand there is a system set in place that has separated us. And yes, us as black people. And again, I will say last night we had an event about diversity and inclusion. We watched a movie called Cracking the Code. And it definitely opened my eyes to some biases that I as a black American have when I go into certain areas. Because again, I wasn't raised that way. I was raised in the suburbs of Fairfax County growing up in the 80s where it was number two for education in the country. So in black America, it was you talk like a white boy. Mm -hmm. And in white America, it was, well, you're black. So I didn't really fit in for a long time. And that shit was hard. But when I got to a place where I accepted myself, I know who I am. But it doesn't stop white America from putting me back in my place. Mm -hmm. As white people come into the office that I've built these rapports and relationships with over the years on the phone... Montego is that man who, when you need it, he gets shit done. GSD, get shit shit done. done. But when they meet me in person, oh, Oh. you're Montego. (laughs) What the fuck do you think that you don't think I know what that means? I don't care what anybody says. I'm not saying you're racist, but that's part of the system. That's code for I wasn't expecting to meet a black man who had education. And means you do have some of that racist shit up in your head. It it does. It's what it is. It does. So, again, I'm I'm just going to let it go and let Cedro step in. But I want the listeners to understand, like, this is real. Even for my coworkers who may not understand. And there was a time when they, they didn't understand because they were even saying, oh, we don't really get along well with him. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't get along well because you don't walk in my shoes. And at no point, you, you're getting one side of the story and you don't truly understand. So I appreciate this election as fucked up as it was for our country to open the eyes for others to truly be able to feel for a moment. They won't ever truly. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. You will never truly understand what it means to be a black person in America unless you are a black person in America. But for a moment, it gave individuals in our mm-hmm. country to feel a glimpse. what we feel on a daily basis even though you can close your eyes and you may have you go to your therapist and you pop your pills you know your xanax and your different drugs that you take to 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 distort reality but we as black people no matter how many drugs we take we can never distort the reality of being black in america means something and usually it's not that good i don't care how many degrees you have i don't care how much you kiss their ass when you get to a certain level because there are black people out there who do that in corporate America but at the end of the day after you've kissed their ass they went home and they said oh just another nigga so yeah Cedar. so <laughs> I'm gonna take this moment to um, <laughs> still, 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 still be nerdy um, yeah. a little bit but um, exactly, nerd, nerd, nerd. exactly. Nerd, nerd. Um, so I'm gonna quote 
I'm going to quote Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. The rice, from the rice box? No. Um, <laughs> oh, like, oh no, not not that not that Uncle Ben, the white one. Oh. Um, oh. Uncle Uncle Ben Parker from oh. uh, the Spider-Man oh. series. Yes. Um, with great power, definitely comes great responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all of our... <laughs> I feel really asinine even saying this term, but all of our white a- allies out there... Um, Use your white privilege and use your power for good. Mm-hmm. Because right now, a lot of you are acting like... Bitch-made are, motherfuckers. Are acting like down-low gay men. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you, can you, you're can part, you expound upon this? You're, you're a part of a cause. You support the cause. But you feel like you being vocal about it or being upfront and honest about how you feel and what you stand for is something that you can come to in your own time whenever you're ready at some point when everybody else is accepting enough of you and that's not acceptable like this isn't the same thing as that and that's how they're treating it like you don't you don't wait until it's your time because it's not about you it's about it's about it's about everyone else that's not you and so you kind of have to take this time now to make sure that you stand up and you speak out for the things that you believe in because us doing it by ourselves is never going to get it done. Never. Ever. Because all we do is talk to each other. And we can't seem to come together. No, no, no. No, no, no. We are 13% of the population. We literally talk to each other all day. Like, But we literally. don't come together. I'm sorry. We came together for like hundreds of fucking years to do shit yeah there is a system as you said in place that no matter if all of us came the fuck together they would find a way to stop it Mm -hmm. the black panthers carry guns legally under the second amendment and that's why the government did everything to disarm law-abiding citizens carrying guns Mm -hmm. where the fuck was the nra talking about that shit then they weren't because these people were black. It is fine to have liberties, to have freedoms, to have anything you want, as long as your ass ain't black. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want as long as that's not the case. So what do you say to your, your Caucasian coworker who tells you that, well, that's not true. We live in America. And everybody Take has freedoms the here. the blinders off, mm-hmm. honey. Mm-hmm. That's what you tell them. But what is but what is taking the I need you to go a little bit further. Articulate the way you do. No, 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 no. Seriously. Because there are people who are listening who will listen to this. And when you say take the blinders off, that's such a that's one of those statements. Step, what does that mean? And people have said this a lot recently. Step out of your position of privilege. Who is that white lady that does all that race stuff? Her name is Jane. Jane, um, yeah. Jane Elliott. So that clip where she's in a room full of white people and she's like, raise your hand if you'd like to be black. That clip is to me is the only thing you need to play to anybody. Because yeah, it's like trade if okay, it's if trade you places think it, trade with spaces, me. If it's fine. Would any of you trade? You would spaces? never fucking do it. So well, you clearly realize that there is a difference between how I'm treated and how you're treated. And the question she asks is why the fuck is it okay so for that, that I, shit for me, but it ain't okay for you? So the jumping, I have to go back to this question because I don't feel like it was fully touched on. What do you say to America who tells you to get over it, 
There's nothing to say to people and like that. rally they behind vest- they have your pres your president elect. They have a vested interest, and it's called white privilege, and it's called racism, and it's called white supremacy. But I'm not so a racist. Until, but until I have black people, friends, until you get black, <laughs> until you get people, white people especially, because like I said in the last podcast. Not only white people participate in white supremacy, Mm -hmm. until you get people in general to stop participating in this and to have a real, for them to understand that there is a real benefit in not doing it, they're going to keep fucking doing it. So then, okay, now I need to jump in and ask this question. As black people, and then Danny, this also includes you. What, black by proxy. What bi- well, no, he's white. So I imagine there's got what biases about the other about the other races do you see playing out, or have you felt? Have you have again? We tell everybody else to, to reflect, inflect. As an individual, have you done the same, and have you tried to put yourself in? other people other races shoes to understand what what it is and why and what conclusion did you come from from that real quick so as black americans we are always put we are always pushed to think of the other first this is how 90 something percent of black women ended up voting for HRC is because we put the greater good before ourselves because we can see the bigger picture. We saw beyond ourselves in this election where we were like, you know what? Yes, she called our people super predators. Yes, her husband put more black men and broke up more black homes in the 90s than ever before. But we knew as black women for the greater good of America that we had an option to either vote for one Mr. Trump or one HRC. And we said, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go with HRC. We stood behind our people. We're all the black women started black lives matter. Black women get when, when black men get killed, we're the ones who are coming together. We, we are constantly the ones who are putting the foot forward to go you cannot treat our black men this way you cannot treat us this way you cannot treat women this way black women are black first and women second karen from tbwd said that we are black first and women second white women are allowed to be women first and white second they're not white anything but what i'm saying they're not even white it's it's women first it's women first so what i'm saying is we are constantly we are constantly putting our personal interest second and i believe this is the first time in a long time that a lot of black people are like you know what fuck it i'm gonna put myself forward I'm going to put myself first. Yes, my life matters. And yes, not you're going vote. And not vote. I get it. I hear it. I don't agree with it. I'm totally... I mean, like, we live in America. You're we, free. You can free do, do what the you fuck want. you want. I'm not going to even debate that. But what I'm saying is we, we've... Everyone, there's... I can't speak for wise, but I just know like we've all had to put our our primary interest second. We've all had to do it. We've We've voted against our... Our comment, you know, we we voted for. I I wouldn't have voted for John Kerry. I would have never in a million years. But I knew he was better than Bush. Bush still got a and and you know elected. Mm. So the, there are things that we do as as a collective group that we know is is better for the greater people. But I it's it's never returned. 
never return. So even with uh, President Obama being uh, nominated twice, twice, eight years, twice. I mean, <clears throat> let's rephrase it. He won twice. He won twice. He said, I'm sorry. I, I won Mike, both elections. He won both elections. <laughs> that was a soundbite. Yeah, that was the best soundbite. He, he won Mike both drop. elections. Mic drop. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to wrap this up. So what I'm saying is as as black men, as black women, as a the single white guy, hey, um, in the room, we've all had to vote and we've had to vest our interests and we've had to do things for the greater good. And now we're seeing that the greater good doesn't really care. And the greater, the quote unquote greater good is, is going to go into that booth and they're going to shut the blinds and they're going to vote for who keeps privilege in check and they're going to vote for their best interests, their their own personal best interests. White women voted for Donald Trump in astounding numbers. Still puzzling as fuck. Still puzzling. But I, I also think we're missing though, there were still a lot of black people who voted for But again, not the reason, enough. not enough. There not are enough. not. But there were still some. There are there some black people. There's, There's always the an contrarian. Yeah. You know, the contrarian. No one likes a fucking contrarian. The contrarian fucking, <laughs> you know, oh, all the black people. Oh, I don't listen to hip hop. Go fuck yourself. Like, you know, I'm going to listen to I'm sorry. I don't listen to hip hop, but I mean, I knew better than to vote for Donald Trump. Exactly. But I'm saying, <laughs> there, there are people who are contrarian to be contrarian, and there are people who think about the greater good, and that is a sign of mature maturation. I mean, and a hundred percent of any group is never going to vote for no. one person anyway. But I mean, not... like the Hispanics, for example, and a lot of people were like, "Well, he's talking about building a wall and this, that, and the other." I'm like, you have to realize that a good portion of the Hispanic population isn't Mexican, yeah, and most Basically. and most Hispanic cultures that aren't Mexican mm-hmm. dislike Mexicans as much as as much yeah. as white people dislike That's Mexicans. True. Uh, Latino voters um, are now more closely associating with being white, which is where the white vote comes in, is a lot of Latinos are very conservative Republicans. A lot of um, foreigners are very conservative Republicans. Uh, Where do the Native Americans fit in on this? Like, do they even have... They do. They do. Do they even have rights? They do. Do they even have rights? Because I understand that because of the way thing because of the way this his, this 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 it's history country. has worked out in this country that they have they've give they've carved out these parts of land for them where and it's not let's be honest it's not fair Mm-mm. but they have their own sort of rules and regulations and it's their country they have their own little rules and reg- it's like a small country within our country yeah. so like how do they fit in to the fabric of as we talk about American culture, because again, they were the ones who actually occupied they this are continent all before, just like the rest of us. Yeah. Okay, I just I'm None sorry. None of us are fucking I just, free. I'm I was sorry. wondering because again, no doubt, we don't. I've realized for me during this election time, and just in in all of the the fucking media that is that is on these interwebs. Interwebs. <laughs> I've realized we don't talk about what's going on with the Native Americans Mm-mm. because of American guilt. Yeah, like, exactly. There's, Overall, there's, American there's, guilt. Like, so white, is this white, another white, label of yeah. like, another like layer white, of white but guilt? They, they've pacified that a little bit because they've got their reservations but and all that but, stuff. But I hear no, it's not, not enough. But then but when you look a, at the statistics, it's a pacify, it's a pacification. what is it? And, and I'm just throwing a number yeah. out there. Eighty percent of them are alcoholics and or addicted to gambling. So how does that's that? That's in Alaska. Um, 
But Cedro had a point that he wanted yes, he to did. Put out. Sorry. sorry, I mean, all, I mean, all I, I mean, all I say when it comes to that is that, like, it is beyond beyond white guilt, which. I'm kind of getting tired yeah. of. I don't know if white guilt is a term that we as a people coined or if white people coined it. Um, I'm pretty sure white people coined it just because of the way that it sounds. It sounds like, a, it, in my opinion, it sounds like another way that white people want to somehow make themselves into the victims here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there's American guilt. Like, let's not forget that even though seven million, over seven million Jews died during the Holocaust, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of blacks, you know, suffered and or died during sla- the hundreds of years of slavery in this country. Like the Native Americans lost over a hundred million people. Mm-hmm. Most of them are gone, like wiped out, dead. And no one ever talks about anything that needs to do with them or has to do with them ever. And the only time, and the only time that it ever, and the only time that it ever comes up is, you know, minimal things like, should the Redskins still keep their Mm -hmm. name? And Uh, and, I mean, and and, and they shouldn't, but the problem is, is because there's so few Native Americans and they're just trying to get by like Mm -hmm. the rest of the minorities in this country, Mm -hmm. like they're, they're split. On the, on the whole idea. So when they put it to a vote for them, they were like, um, yeah, y'all can keep the name. And some were like, no, you shouldn't. But it wasn't enough to actually make a difference because if they actually join together in a group and they have a much smaller group than we do, mm-hmm. but the, even they don't. And it's a whole product of what America does See. to <laughs> minorities in this country. It breaks us apart so. to make us not unify for anything. So then everybody should be black then. <laughs> just, how, just, how, just how they're saying there's this new epidemic of Hispanic people identifying as white, even though there's always been Hispanic non-white mm-hmm. on the on the little thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be black. Everyone who's not white, check the black box. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. And if, if again, it's I, as a black American, and again, this is based off of my experience in America. <laughs> if all the minorities just came together, if all minorities came together, and we did what we had to do, like we would make much more of an impact than we would if you said all blacks or all Indians or all Muslims or what. Why why do you think white people are afraid of becoming the minority in the next 20 years? Becoming the minority? Yeah. Oh. So, anywho, that was a long one. Let's talk about Thanksgiving so we can uh, wrap on up because I did Friendsgiving in my own way. I ordered Chinese. So... Um, Mr. Wise, do you have that queued up for us? I'm sorry, what? Thanksgiving. (laughs) No, no, no black sex and murder this week. No, you never gave it to me. You said it was coming from you. Oh, my bad. So. All inclusive Thanksgiving. No, um, actually, this year I've I've decided to blacken up Polish Thanksgiving. Okay, I'm bringing. Um, Thanksgiving is in April. April. It's usually April second. That's a WrestleMania weekend for those of you who for are those unsure. Of you. Thanksgiving. So, gay Thanksgiving. gay Thanksgiving, which is my favorite. That's holiday. what Miss our host Miss Veronica coined it because I literally was like, oh my god, I have to take off because I literally eat so much and get so blown, and the next morning I'm so hungover and so just. <laughs> trying to like like the chicken and just like this just everything like it's 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 thanksgiving in april but you know the chicken is because of i'm Mr. black wise yeah i know 
when you were like, oh, after the first party, which oh, this, there's this annual WrestleMania party that I've hosted for about 10 years. Longer. Except for this year, I didn't do it. And uh, Mr. Wise commented after his first visit how much he loved my fried chicken <laughs> wings. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That Every became, year we have a... That became basically one of the main staples. I mean, not that I'm black. I mean, I am black, so let's be honest. Chicken yeah. was going to yeah. be on the menu be on at some point regardless. All of us don't eat chicken. Anyhow. I'm sorry. She just started being a whatever terrorist she is this week. So, yeah. The shade is real. <laughs> um, so this year I have a blackened up Polish Thanksgiving. I'm bringing greens. I'm bringing macaroni and cheese. And I just remembered that my aunt fried cabbage. So that might actually happen to go along with whatever um, my sister-in-law makes. But I just wanted to ask about uh, a little something. <laughs> So, as the resident Christian who actually listens to gospel, excuse me, uh, my father's a deacon in the church. I know who Shirley Caesar is. I've been to church since I was 18. I'm 33. That's Shirley Caesar. And the original version is from Hold My Mule, which yes. is a song that I absolutely... Hold My Mule? Hold is My a, Mule is good. Which is a song that I absolutely abhor. Please tell but me But there are millions goes. of Americans out there who, who Christians who love Shirley Z. Hold My Mule. Gonna tell a story now. So now she's playing the original version. <laughs> Where it came from. Can I say Shirley looks every bit of black church right now? Shirley's always black church, honey. Heavy. Calm, shouting. That wig is not moving. No, I'm just gonna. This is the blackest. Um, Miss Veronica was not actually queued up for this. I was not. But because she decided not to play it. But there's actually a yeah. because, <laughs> because this this has been the only really fun part of the last week that uh, oh, oh no. Joe Biden Obama oh, me have been the funniest so things of the yo, week. When he was like, cause I replaced all the toiletries with travel size because he's got tiny hands. When like, he said that I've changed all of the, the channels in the VP residence to show Gay porn and MSNBC. <laughs> yeah, that um, I I I really I'm uh, I met Dr. Biden, therefore met uh, Vice President Biden. They're a very nice couple. They're very like corny. They're like the white corny Barack and Michelle, like less cool. So he's just like a he's a dweeb. He's very much a dweeb. So like these memes fall right in line with like that DC bubble. Like you guys, teach I believe me. he says that shit. Like no no no. Like he he like Joe Joe is that white friend that I want to have <laughs> because he's gonna use his whiteness to the po- like wise wise uses his whiteness to a positivity. I don't worry about my car being overcharged i don't worry about people asking me about my credit card or my id because my husband's with me like it's just a nice layer of whiteness that just with goes power comes great responsibility. great responsibility <laughs> and so joe and uh white power <laughs> yeah joe and brock have like this great little vibe going on like they're they're kind of bro and they you know they they 
come to Del Rey and they eat pizza and they do all this shit. But you know, like Joe's a little hoodlum. Like something about him just screams hoodlum. Larry, you're like, you're that white boy that has one too many beers. And he's like, yo, fuck you, man. That's my black brother, man. Like, fuck you. Like, we're, we're bros. Like, you you don't care about black people. I, you know, like he's that kind of like that bro white boy. He's the that white I guy like. who says, I have black friends and actually means does. it. Yeah. Like, has black friends that he's been over to their house. Right. Has black friends that consider him also, also a friend. A friend. Right. It's mutual. Yeah. Like, Joe has gone and, like, washed dishes behind somebody's grandma. Well, there was a, right. there's, there's yeah. a video out there. Um, apparently, there's this new series, and it's like the individual that the series is about takes inflection on their life. Yeah. And he wrote himself a letter. Aww. It was actually, it's on Facebook, so okay. I'm sure you can find it. It was a pretty poignant letter that he wrote to himself about all the years of service and mm. like how he cared about people and just, you know, even with the loss of his first, was it his, his first wife? Uh, yes. Like first his wife. first wife yeah. and child? The, yeah, yeah. first child son. and then he just And then lost his, his other child, Bo, yeah. you know, from, was from brain cancer or something. Yeah. Like, I'm not really a Mm-hmm. I am sentimental, but not mm-hmm. for things like that. It's mm-hmm. more for my family and friends. But like, what he would, the sentiment that he poured out and showed, like the emotion was, Real. it was actually really kind of touching. Like, no, there were no tissues on my desk, and I needed mm-hmm. to pull them. Mm-hmm. But I did smile in, in in that in that Montego smile well, that, that you all are aware of, you. and you know, I was like, wow, that's he seemed like he seemed like a really down to earth. Like, that's the kind of guy I'd like to smoke a blunt with. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, because he's been through two years i left a kenyan passport in your desk and a prayer rug in the so so what are you making for thanksgiving uh so they make shit so a blunt and some white wine a blunt uh, well again i do not eat chicken <laughs> i said a blunt or and some white wine beef. not some breast and some popeye's chicken or pork girl bye but so I really can't like be like excited. <laughs> I can't really be excited for. Girl, you better make some hors d'oeuvres. Well, I'm probably going to make something for myself, depending upon where I go. So, so you're that. I'm going to be person. one of those. I'm, I'm going to be one of those people who brings their own no shit. fucking Tupperware, and I'm judging you openly. I am so sorry, but. It's a personal choice. I know. I we just love to tease not you to about it. That is shit ridden. I'm She's sorry. We just we like to tease Sosa because She's it's fun. It's fun. I am eating seafood for the good of my body at the moment because I need protein. When Saturn goes into retrograde, it's Mercury. Damn it. <laughs> Anywho, Cedro, what you making? Um. Baked macaroni and cheese will Ooh. definitely be a part of it. Ooh. Nice. Can we share recipes? Because I'm trying to show off for my family, and I don't know if I'll do it very well. I actually have to write down a recipe. Because oh, okay. every time I make back, baked macaroni and cheese, it's mm-hmm. different. Like, okay. It's slightly different in some way. Depends on how much you've had to drink. It depends on my mood um, <laughs> and, and what can, cheese can is I on just sale. say that Cedric makes some beautiful dishes? Like, yeah. the presentation is amazing. just amazing. Like, I think you posted, like, a turkey burger the other day. And I was like, was God, like oh, my God, that's a good-looking burger. <laughs> I was like, why has it got some I competition like going that. on in okay, here? Okay, I believe you all have only seen two photos. It don't matter. He looks like he knows... What is happening under it's that Wellington. blanket? And oh, it's Wellington. Under I blanket. do believe there was a delicious lasagna that was posted yes. on someone's Facebook at one point. I, I, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm, you just saw what making all it about all, you. Montego, all I'll say about that is that clearly with my food, the impression was made. Yes, oh, clearly. Shit. 
And all I'll say about that <laughs> Black boy <shade>. is that <laughs> I believe there was a succotash of some sorts that was created that was devoured after um, I made my lasagna. So that was due to the sauce. So what are you making, Montego Mint, right now? Exactly. What am I making? I don't know. We talked about it and... Hasn't been discussed. Are you going to Georgia or are you staying I am here? Not, I am not going anywhere. Amen. When I get up on Thanksgiving morning... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure it will consist of mowing the grass. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, this is November, and I will be mowing the grass. I mow the grass. Why we also day. need to mow the grass? Um, every day. There are going to be some lots of binge watching of things. I what are you watching? So one of the things that we have checked out is the show on HBO Insecure, which <gasps> I hear is really good. As a black man, while oh, you guys sigh and say, "Oh, I love that I show," love I'll have to say, "No, you don't like it. I knew you would." It's not that I don't like it. There are just parts of it that I don't necessarily find as funny or relate to. So for me, well, you're not a black woman, so you wouldn't. Well, but I is it only was... supposed to be about? No, black no, no. Women? Well, I hear there's like this spectrum of sexuality that like kind of pisses people off because like one of it the has characters nothing to do with the sexuality. Well, I would be here. Never mind. I just don't. <laughs> it doesn't resonate. I hear it's really good. I literally just watched Chewing Gum myself, which was fucking hilarious. As someone who grew up in a church and no longer goes, it is really good. So you should. I'll check it, it out. But Chewing Gum is good. But Montego, I think for you. Sometimes you get like an idea of what you want something to be, <laughs> especially if it's supposed to be like a comedy, because Insecure is supposed to be a comedy, but it kind of comes off as more of a dramedy. Yes. And so when you have that, like, there's a dry that change, like that change it, it becomes more anticlimactic. You know what it is? For you, so since, we're, you, since, since he now used the term anticlimactic, we went <laughs> to see the movie Arrival <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> and when we walked out of the movie, the question was, well, what did you think? And my response was, Nothing. I fucking hated it. Like, <laughs> that was the longest hour in probably 45 minutes of my life. And my counterpart says, oh, I loved it. It was so cerebral. So, mm, no, I don't I don't necessarily think that it's an idea of what... Because uh, in extent, that conversation... Because I did. I will say I thought Arrival was anticlimactic. It was fucking aliens. So, I was expecting... I don't know. Action. No spoilers, please. But but you like but you also expected uh-huh. there to be a lot more action than there was. Yes. So that does uh-huh. based off of the commercial expectation. Based off of the way that the movie was presented to me, an understanding that with advertising as black people, one size does not fit all, and we all see something different. <laughs> so in the advertisement for this movie, with the teasers that they showed, the you're right. I didn't necessarily. I don't know. I was expecting. Just a little bit more action. So was or something it was like a psychological thriller. It was very it was much under. To... It was very much up your alley, which is what I said to him. Are oh, you I think so. Puppets? So would enjoy well, this. What, what alley was this? I, I was. I was just. I, 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 was, I was. I was talking about this with Wise earlier, and I said that it was akin to Contact. Okay. Um, but okay. I feel like it was better. Jody Foster Contact be, 1990. Yes, because I felt about Contact the way that Montego felt about Arrival. And I thought Arrival was much better because Contact irritated Contact me. Contact was a little bit slow and dry to a certain degree. Uh, this movie was slow <laughs> and dry to a certain degree. And actually, if I'm being honest, I will dry. say... Um, <clears throat> 2001 Space Odyssey, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> 
so slow and dry. This sounds like a slow and dry is it a very like, terrible. It sounds like a black sex. porn. Sounds like a bad, a bad it black porn. Like a bad black porn. Hey girl, come and get this slow and dry. No thanks, sir. Um, so my suggestion for Thanksgiving is chewing gum. That's what you're having? No, that's the name of the show. Oh. It's a six-episode series on Netflix about a, a young black woman named Tracy in um, a council estate in the UK. And she's trying to lose her virginity, but she's 24. And she's uber religious. And it is absolutely hilarious because I, her mother is the most religious black African woman ever. Like, she's like, glory to God, hallelujah. You know, like, just very... like. <laughs> The sister is hilarious, Esther. Like she's they're both very sexually repressed twenty something year old African women and it's just very well it's filmed well it's um written very well the actress who portrays tracy has great facial facial expression she's beautiful she's um not typical like American beauty, but if you have three hours to kill between that drunk uncle getting there and then you trying to find your weed man, um, just try a little bit of a chewing gum. It's really good. Can I get that nerd alert, son? Nerd alert. No. <laughs> um. So. Whatever. Screw yes. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and call out for all our fans. Make sure you're watching Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Because on November 28th, there's going to be a, f- a four-part crossover between all shows <gasps> of aliens. Worlds will collide. And um, dun, dun, dun. I don't know if you watch it or not. Supergirl is actually really good. I heard it's good. actually really good. And I mean... <laughs> WB does a horrible job with their movies. Like Warner Brothers, DC is not doing well in the movie theater. Although I think Live Wonder action. Woman is going to turn that around oh. in March 2017. Mm-hmm. I think you're a little biased. But, oh, I am biased because Wonder Woman <laughs> is my bitch. And anybody who knows <laughs> anyone who's been in that living room of yours, who's been in my apartment, knows what, what, what oh, team goodness. I'm on. I'm on Team Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman. Wonder and, and Batman, but a Team Wonder Woman. So yeah, um, the WB shows on the CW are actually pretty good and they're doing this for remember when the cw was the wb and the pjs (laughs) or when uh wdca was upn oh my god yeah you people's network and remember when it was like jessica alba as angel when she was still trying to be a little black (laughs) before she denied and that's why i don't fuck with white white adjacent latinas (laughs) so so what will you be watching Besides the back of your eyelids. Uh, well, there, there, there's that. I was going to say, um, I do also really enjoy Insecure. I find it to be quite tickling. I feel like Issa Rae has been in my head taking secrets, especially like the parts when she talks in the mirror to herself and does freestyles. Maybe it's dry as hell. Exactly. Maybe it really smells broken, broken pussy. pussy. <laughs> broken pussy. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I need to oh, watch it. You need to watch. That's the oh, first. That's, that's within the first episode. The first episode. Oh my god. So I'll watch it. Mister Wise, what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you nerding out about? What am what I you- nerding out about? Uh, I don't know. I've just been reading that book I talked about earlier. And uh, which is uh, um, holy shit, <laughs> and it's a good book. It's a book about curse words. Why are you pointing at me? Because I, I, while since we're gonna do this reading, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell people out there. So Marvel's new Iron Man 
is a 16 year old black yeah. girl. She was 15. Whatever. She's Semantics. a teenager. Her name is <laughs> Riri Williams. Yes. And I believe the title of the book is The Invincible. Is the, the Invincible Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. So I read the first issue this week. You already week. got it. Of course. It came out like yeah. last week. Um, I will say I highly recommend everybody go out and check that out. And as a black person, I will be supporting that single issue because it is very well written just based off the first issue. And the Mm -hmm. fact that we have a young black woman who is now rivaling the white savior, Tony Mm -hmm. Stark in the Marvel universe for Mm -hmm. you nerds out there, you'll understand what we're saying. Mm -hmm. It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Yeah. And the, um, and the, and, and the things in the things that even the first, the first issue reveals um definitely won't be any spoilers but it's it's yeah it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be very exciting how they do her because they they even introduce her in the beginning um uh I, it's not really a spoiler alert, but it's like the first couple of panels. They have her parents at school being talked to by a teacher saying that she tested as a super genius. Oh, wow. We have a ge- we have genius, but she's beyond that. And she's smarter than everybody. Nice. So like the whole idea of that, even within the Marvel Universe, um, there's a new girl, uh, a younger black girl. I believe she's nine. And her name is Lunella Lafayette. From- and she is she is now the smartest person in the Marvel the Marvel Universe. <laughs> She's smarter than even Tony Stark, Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four, um, Doctor Bruce Banner. Um, she's the smartest person in the MCU, and she like it's 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 pretty cool the way that things are starting to develop as far as the diversity. diversity. Yeah, I love that art is uh, reflecting real life because I'm smarter than everyone that I work with. <laughs> <laughs> so let's wrap this little fun thing up. We're gonna eat some food. We're going to have an early friendsgiving because I was gonna have self giving um but you guys are here so let's uh let's chow down um mr wise nerdsandluxury.com if you need to find the podcast go to nerdsandluxury.com thank you 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 can also find nerds and luxury on itunes and you could find it on stitcher and google play are you saying this or you want me to i'm saying it because you (laughs) screwed it up and this episode is all episodes is being recorded at at depth charge studios yes www.depthcharge.com there you go Alexandria, Virginia. Come see Wellington. He has a very cute Spider-Man t-shirt on. And if there's anybody out there who wants to sit in on one of our podcasts who's listening. Let us know. Do we welcome that? Yeah, we welcome that. Well, not just anybody. (laughs) You do need to be vetted and we prefer that you bring alcohol and or greenery. And your sparkling personality. Revealing conversation Lies, around diversity and inclusion Lies, that we've had this week. Yeah. So stay tuned because I'm Lies, sure I'm going to have more to share. Oh, yes. <laughs> have a good night, everyone. We love you. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist. Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence. Blowing money up in the mist. That's negligence. We holy shoes to be self